0: So, Lance Stroll, apologist. Ooh. (laughs) The fastest kid in Formula SAE, even though no one wanted it. And Formula SAE car thief.
1: Ooh. Dalton Kellett.
0: Yeah, who is
1: not
2: an engineer,
1: nor a fizz. (laughs) (laughs) If you could describe this dinner we just had in one word, what would it be?
2: would describe this dinner as uh, umami. Okay. Umami, okay. Which is a food. Okay, you are now. You just
0: became a food snob. So umami is like a <laughs> confident a, nod. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am sure. Like, well, oh, it's it's a bit uh-huh. of a nod to where we are eating, and that it's I see. You know, so we're at a sushi place. So for those who are not of the Toronto elite, yeah. what is umami in the grand scheme of taste buds, sir? I guess it's one that people have a hard time
2: describing. This is it's already like, a boring intro. Oh yeah, it's like the yes. yeah, this episode.
3: <laughs> It's like,
2: not savory, but it's like. Just click like, on Ron Fellows. Yeah, keep going.
0: And now for Dinner with Racers, presented by Continental Tire. With your hosts, Ryan Eversley and Sean Heckman.
2: Play Holder Radio Fest.
0: Dinner with Racers. Great hey, dinner with Racers. I'm Ryan Eversley. And I'm Sean Heckman, and we are currently driving
1: back to Atlanta, Georgia, my hometown, oh. so I can drop you off at the airport. So we just did a cool film festival thing down in uh, Hilton Head, and uh, Sean flew in. We went down. We had lunch with some fans. That was super cool. But uh, you know who else we had some lunch with earlier this year? Huh. Not Dalton
0: Kellett. He was at dinner. I that was, that yeah. was going to correct you. Yeah. I was trying to think of a smart ass way to do it. But no, you did I it to know. I, I did it to myself there. So. so, Dalton Kellett. If you're not familiar with Dalton Kellett, uh, he has been part of the uh, uh, open wheel scene in yeah. North America for, for several years. He drove in Indy Lights for several years and yeah. went on to uh, the IndyCar ranks. And uh, what's cool about Dalton Kellett is one, he's actually intelligent. He has a degree in engineering. Yes. A, a race driver with a college degree, mm-hmm. which is increasingly rare. He's very self-aware. Yeah, but it, and that's where I was going to go. is that The reason we want to get Dalton Kellett, he may not have the namesake of, of some of the big championship winners and whatnot in IndyCar that we've had in the past, but he's incredibly self-aware, and that's why we actually thought he'd be a good guest. So Dalton has been very fortunate through the years to have things like family sponsorship get him to where he wants to go. Uh, but he's also very accepting of that, understands his place, has an engineering degree to back up that he does have quite a bit of discipline to be where uh, where he wants to be. And in his career was actually always very giving with things like STEM programs and fan engagement and, and just sort of always seemed to appreciate his place in the sport and that's why we thought he'd be a good get. You know one of the reasons we ended up
1: getting in touch with Dalton was because of his social media. Seeing his posts and his takes on how the sport's going, what they should focus on, and it was never very preachy or, you know what they should do, but it was more along the lines of well-thought-out concepts that Sean and I recognized that were like, hey, this kid's actually pretty sharp. And so we even joked with him that he could potentially be somebody that runs IndyCar instead of drives in it. And I think he was smart enough to realize that
0: uh, the family business might be a little bit smarter.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and, that's, and that's what he's doing right now. But, we'll get
0: it. but you'll hear all about that in the episode. Uh, but this is all in uh, the beautiful city of Toronto, yes. Canada. And we ate at a fantastic restaurant called Miku Toronto. Yeah, probably one of the best sushi restaurants we've ever been to. It absolutely was. Uh, every, everything on the menu was
1: fantastic, including their uh, chicken sandwich. Yep. Yeah, I had a, just an assortment of sushi. Uh, Dalton and I actually shared a few things. And, uh, it, it, yeah, that, I'd go back there in a second.
0: <laughs> so here are some things you're going to learn about with Dalton Kellett. Learning that your Tinder game is better than another car driver. Can't say who. Formula SAE when you're already in pro
1: racing. And actually concentrating on the family business instead of saying that and then
0: leaving motorsports. <laughs> huh. But you know what family I like? Our sponsor family. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. People like Continental Tires. They are yeah, they're they're like a family. They're like the smart choice in tire families. They they are. They are the light inside your family. That's the tag. That one. is the tire fam. No tagline. It's the, it's the smart choice in, in tires. tires. Yeah. Yes. There you go. Could you do the thing I that can people him It is Continental tire. Again. Continental tire. Hey. You know who loves taglines and gimmicks?
2: Sebastian Bordet. Yeah. Why yeah. do you guys keep asking me about robot dogs? Robo, uh, robo robot robot. Oh, come on. All right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah.
3: why not? Yeah.
0: And uh, once again, thank you to the fans for all the stuff that you do to support what we're doing and let Continental know how much you appreciate it. And that brings you such unexpectedly delightful conversations, such as with Dalton Kellett. Meow. 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 All right, we're going to start in five, four, three,
2: two.
0: going on? Hey, Sean. Good to meet you, man. Yeah,
2: I'm right. nice to meet you. <laughs> Take a seat. <laughs> this whole setup, man.
0: Oh, yeah, we fancy. We waste no time. Put that on. He's
2: on it. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking it'd be like uh, just a little recorder on the table or something. No, no, no. (laughs) We, uh,
0: as you can see, we like to look the part of professionals. Yep. Uh, Key thing being look. So...
2: You took the subway? Yeah. that's a, Is that a thing? Yeah, there's like three lines here, so it's okay. not it's not exactly uh, New York or London or anything. Right, but, but people get around. Yeah. Okay, I know nothing about the subway here.
0: I don't know about Toronto, to be honest. It's the first time? Uh, yes and no. So I've been through Toronto a million times to get to most port. But uh, I think I've only had dinner in, like, actual downtown once in my
2: life. Otherwise, okay. never really bothered. So, Man, it's, it's too bad it's a Monday because there's so many, like, cool places here that you yeah. can go. But, like, you know, so much less cool. I like clothes. cool. Yeah. I, I, it, this is, I, is a good I spot. John's cool.
1: in
0: Dirt Club a lot. Yeah. yeah, he's in Dirt Club? Dirt Club? The main reason we wanted to meet with you is obviously, you know, you're, you're now in a new phase with what you're doing. Right. Um, we don't know each other at all, but it seems like you've always had a very good grasp on kind of what your place was in the sport. Yeah. Um, and this is, we don't know each other, so this is a bad example, but like we look at our buddy Justin Marks, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. who was a pretty good driver, but I think he always knew kind of where he fit and yep. what he, his intelligence and understanding of what the sport was and what he's doing today yeah. is like next level. And I have no idea what you're interested in the future of racing is, but we figured you come from a... You know, a background, background that we don't, and you, from everybody we've talked to, you, you actually are, are intelligent, which is <laughs> rare for most drivers. So, uh, so yeah. Well, so, hopefully, I don't disappoint. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm sure you will, <laughs> but don't worry about it. So, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll find we, a way. we
1: ruin Ron Fellows, we'll ruin you too. <laughs>
2: Am so I allowed yeah. to have a beer or are we? Oh, as a dude. Sort yeah, exactly. Yeah, we're fired okay. up there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I'm driving.
1: You, so you come here often to so this,
2: this? I've been p- here a couple times. Yeah. There's actually like, I mean, Toronto's like a great city because it's so diverse and yeah. multicultural. And You get so many like, you know, just great r- restaurants, whether you want like new fusion stuff or like super really authentic yeah. in whatever culture you want to be, you know, eat. Whose food you want to be eating? So there's, like, you know, cooler or more authentic places. This is, like, downtown kind of financial yeah, you know, district, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. lunch
0: meeting vibes.
2: But I figured it was a good spot. for yeah, So
0: we, sort of we, we'll get into this later, but we know for a fact you
2: were on Bumble for a little bit. And <laughs> uh, was this,
0: like, the default Bumble date
2: place? I never went on a Bumble or Tinder or anything date, like, spiping app date in Toronto. Because <laughs> oh. I, I was doing that all when I yeah, was in India, casting Indy. a wide net on the road. Re- oh, yeah, in India, Or okay. traveling for racing. Yeah. That was, you know. yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think, yeah, because I moved from Kingston, Ontario, which is where Queens is, where I went to school. Yeah. Pretty much, I graduated and came home and packed my 2011 Super STI up, and me and my dad drove down to Indy, and that's where I was for, literally, until three months ago. Oh, so t- yeah, being back to Toronto is it's new. new, yeah. I mean, because oh, I, okay. I, I grew up here, so my parents' place is in Stouffville, which is, like, with traffic, an hour and a bit from okay. here, without like twenty-five like minutes, <laughs> well, uh, just straight north, straight north. okay, So, so the, not close to Mostar, though. No, it'd be. I mean, I, I, when we did, when I did the P two races at Mosport, I think I stayed at home because it's, oh, wow, it's just close, close enough, it's like okay. forty-five minutes. From yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and you're like you're just going country roads. So there's no traffic. Right. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. So um, yeah, okay. pick some stuff and we'll yeah. uh, we'll get going. Yeah, the Justin marks thing is an inter- is a good thing to bring because he's actually someone that I've looked at and been like, I I, I, I like you know, he's what sharp. he's doing. Well, to yeah. be yeah. honest,
1: that's why we want to talk with you specifically yeah. because like you, we don't know each other, but Sean and I have spoken about you quite a bit offline. Just like we're always talking about people we could get for the show. This is like right. years ago because it's like I, I think, admittedly, your IndyCar results weren't what you were looking for. Yeah, but the. Sh- you were posting was pretty spot on with like somebody that understands how the sport, the sport actually works yeah. or yeah. should work. It was yeah. like, okay, this kid isn't like, I'm better than you or
0: I'm, I, you know, he's not, not falling complaining. Into the, not falling into the tropes that sometimes a funded driver can bring in terms yeah. of like, oh, I got screwed. Yeah, so we always is. took so. away from
1: that, like, oh, this kid seems to get it, Yeah, you know, so. Yeah. 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 Okay, so we should probably just get into this to kind of set, set the tone. Uh, what's a good story that you might remember from Laguna Seca turn 12?
2: It's like a turn twelve. Um, for folks at home, that's a bar restaurant. That's a bar, yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. 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 There's eleven turns of the track, yeah. so the twelfth turn is. Yeah. The oh, so I remember. It's like, okay, no, anything dramatic really happened on the track? And I don't think so. I think all the drama hap- usually hit. happened elsewhere. So. Yes. Right. Right. Um, or is the last turn turn 11? I'm trying to remember. Last turn is turn 11. Turn 11, there's yeah. A, there's, there's a it's restaurant called Turn okay. 12, which is the yeah. thing. I was there's thinking of the hairpin. I was trying to go for the corner numbers. <laughs> I was like, it's not <laughs> yeah. making oh, no, sense.
1: No, really go way lower with your no. Yeah, Yeah. Um, but we also might have interviewed another another, indie car driver who, oh. who had a memory that you might or might not have. Hmm.
2: We'll just call him
0: Jack. <laughs>
3: Jack B yeah. Jack. Jack, Jack,
2: Jack B, Okay, I think I know B, where yeah. we're going with yeah. this one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there were and <laughs> I, I was not in IndyCar at the time of the story. Uh, but the as you probably know at the end of, you know, or at least for IndyCar and Lights and the Road to Indy world, like Laguna's kind of usually the last stop of the year, or at least it has been for the last you know, for the last little bit. And uh, it was the the season finale. So there was like the, the, at the time the Mazda Road to Indy and the Road to Indy Awards banquet and all that and then that thing happens, and then we all go out to right. turn twelve, afterwards. and you're in lights at this point. I'm in lights, yeah. yeah. And um, um, Jack Beach was it? Is uh, I think in yeah yeah Jack was all <laughs> we're, we're talking about Zach Beach here.
3: Um, he
2: was uh, I think he was at Bellaria that year, so I think he was still in lights as well. And um, we were you know us the whole paddock. Everyone's it's the end of the year. You're getting pretty hammered, right? It's a you know big night, and um, and like everyone's there. It's like Like drivers, engineers, my my parents were there. Uh, And we're getting ready to leave. And again, my my, my parents are there. And I think I was going to, we were all going to get back in a car together because we had some friends that were there. So they all came. We were all one big group. And I get this, like, emergency text from from Zach. It was like, hey, man. Like, you know, just like, "Ah, and again, we're, inebriated so it wasn't coherent so <laughs> it was like you know, he sent me like a ping like a like a am here oh on that's Maps, not a good start right and, yeah. was like, and i'm like Uh-oh. we're about to get in the Uber, and i'm like i gotta go by and um just kind of dipped and my parents were like what the heck was that I was like, all right i'll just i'll see you back at the hotel and um zach and uh some friends were walking back yeah, and are like, you single at the time or i'm i'm single yeah okay anyway some Zach and some friends were walking back, and like one of our friends who I, I just can't name like we we tripped' pretty uh, sure we know who it is but yeah, go on. tripped and 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 fell and sort of was not in a good state and um you know zach Zach and I were like you know hanging out a lot at the time because we were really into rock climbing and stuff, and like um I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe I was the dad of the group is how people saw me. I'm just, maybe I'm that boring kind of person. And um, I guess instead of calling 911, it was like let's call Dalton. And so then I show up and <laughs> I I'm like, and I get there it's and it's like, like yeah, Were you like the
0: smart friend that kind of was like the dad of the, the, the community? Definitely in this situation. You are you're the fixer. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or the, uh, <laughs> the wolf. what's that Leah Schreiber character? <laughs> oh God, yeah. Yeah, you know who yeah, I'm talking yeah, about. The Showtime <laughs> show. Yeah, the Showtime show now i can't martin donovan or something like that. <laughs> yeah that. Yeah. so
2: the like the 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 long story shows I, I i get there you know one of our friends is not in a good state and fall, and you know basic first aid like, there's nothing you know dramatic going on but like just everyone's been drinking and like whatever and you know, i think everyone drivers are like inherently cagey about like drama and stuff getting in the new you know especially like you're young and you're just kind of paranoid right so there was a bit of a like oh dude, like what what do we do we're going to get in trouble and and I, and I think i was like pretty straight with cuz i was like maybe a little less drunk i was like if we don't call the cops and then something happens we'll, yeah we're all in trouble yeah, then in then, you, then yeah. you killed somebody. Yeah, if right, like, right, we right. just call the cops yeah. right now yeah. and they come and you know and we're like this is what happened they take uh, this person away and look after them and yeah. give them you know yeah. the best care they can and yeah. then charge them ten thousand dollars because it's, it's the United States of, of America right yeah that's, that's what we do um, thank you. You're welcome. You know, we're yeah. like, as as far as our concerns and what what we should be doing, that's the right path. So that's that's what we did. You know, called the cops. One of our friends. Wow, you are the adult. Yeah, right? yeah. as went opposed to like the, the second graders, she's <laughs> like, <laughs> leave him, go, go
3: Yeah, Zach Beach. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah.
2: <laughs> so that's basically what <laughs> happened. My bike. And then you know, then we all went back. And then the the ones that <laughs> were still standing went back. And then we had some more beers. So hotel. this guy was so this this alleged <laughs> person, person, person
0: was yeah. so <laughs> inebriated. You basically you called the cops and an ambulance. And well, I called 911. And then okay, oh, and then they like, hey, we have a you know a friend that's down. Like, so we down. got a man down. <laughs> yeah. you know. okay. but you're all inebriated at this point. Mm. Okay, so yeah. you're all a little bit sketchy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah,
2: yeah. it's not like I, I'm retelling the story from like, you know, I, I was a little nervous at the time too, right? Yeah, I'm yeah, just, sure. I'm a Canadian sure, sure. in America with a visa and all oh, this stuff. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, and you just um, and
0: you, you're. You just yeah, murdered yeah, somebody, yeah, right, yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> so. Pushed him down a flight of stairs, yeah, yeah. yeah right, yeah. I mean, we, we we all liked the person. It wasn't like it wasn't a setup or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and they, they like show up and you know just tell them what happened, and they you know and once they they, were, they deal with us all the time, right? So they were like, what they drank what was their drugs. And we were like definitely wasn't drugs, you know. But anyway, and then they you know, got in the helmets and went away. Okay, you know, was that that's the story? All right, but what happened the next morning? Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh so this is kind of funny actually yeah. i kind
2: of forgot this detail so the next morning so i and being the responsible one, i had like given the cop or the i can't remember if it was the officer or like the paramedic but i gave somebody my phone number and i was like this person's going to wake up and not know where what's going right, on right like, right right yeah, they're going to be you know, in a jail cell or a hospital bed. yeah tell them to call dalton and i was like i wrote the number down just because you know no one knows numbers anymore right so it was like here's my number just tell them to call this number and it's like we wake up the next day and we're like looking at our watches, like TikTok. What's you know we hoping to hear from this person, and we ne- we didn't. And now it's like eleven. And I think I, I called the hospital, and I was like, hey, one of our friends got you know um, is probably there. Like, can you help we're us? out? And they're to like, track down a body. Yeah, and they're like, we can't we can't tell you that. <laughs> right, Privacy. Right right, like, right, oh, right, 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 right. And we couldn't get a hold of them, and finally we got a hold of them like at noon or something, and they were just freaking the person. They were, and then it looks like I, finally, I guess they finally got back to their hotel and plugged their phone in, and, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. charged their phone. Yeah, nice, <laughs> nice. And then, and then you know, they were obviously concerned, and then they didn't remember any of it. They were like, right, they just, I just woke up in a hospital, woke bed. up in a hospital bed, and were like, in Monterey, yeah. and then I or <laughs> yeah. Salinas, yeah. and like, did I win the championship? Yeah. <laughs> like, Was it turn three? <laughs> <laughs> That's the <laughs> sad thing. It's like looking back, you could have totally messed with them more. It's like you've already yeah, been through time. a lot. Yeah. That's why you know you were young. Yeah, yeah we right. would have gone. <laughs> oh yeah, gone absolutely. Down. I'd have yeah, like yeah. left a steering wheel in the
1: room. <laughs> like, that's all they had left.
2: Like yeah. In yeah. an arm and a sleeve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's uh, that, That's the turn 12 story. Okay. okay. All oh. right. Were you? Uh, was that when you were with Hunkos or with Andretti? Ooh. Um, it was. Yeah, it was the second last year in lights, so I would have been with with Andretti. Uh, yeah. 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 Because yeah, then I met Nicole that year, and then we. And you guys met, uh, like, in a park? You were walking through? No, so actually, <laughs> we met on Tinder, so just not in this city. <laughs> Ma- oh, wait, where was she? Uh, wait, was it Indy? Yeah. Okay, all right. So she's yeah. from, she was born in California. Gotcha. And then her dad's an engineer, yeah. um, and uh, there's a lot of engineers in our family. Yeah. And um, she's an occupational therapist, so she's doing her clinical placements at um, IU Methodist, right? which we all know from, from the track. And uh, so it's kind of a funny story. I don't know if you... Uh, did, did were any were you, you probably weren't ever on Tinder, right? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, asshole. I liked that he looked at you. <laughs> I liked he look directly at me. <laughs> okay, how old am I?
0: It's okay, I promise. That's good. Like, um you, you, you're allowed to get it wrong. I won't yeah, be offended. There's no we, wrong answer. We, <laughs> trust me, we've had people get it way wrong. Thirty eight? <laughs> no, you're being nice. Now you're being nice. <laughs> 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 yeah. <Dickhead>. yeah. <laughs> you're being nice. What's the real age? Uh forty five. Okay. okay, I'll give you that. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. you went 44. But, uh, that's, okay. uh,
2: that's not real though.
0: Was that being generous? Yeah, you thought I was. Yeah.
2: T- I, I actually was gonna say 42, but then because you were, you kind of balked at 35. I 30. was like, <laughs> like maybe like, he's old. Well, maybe he's like, yeah. yeah, yeah. You yeah. Know. But either way, he knows you were never. He knows on so Tinder. I was <laughs> definitely
0: too old and have no game. There's no way you work on Tinder. Mm-hmm.
2: You're correct. I've never really done that at Tinder. <laughs> In the end, you were right. You were correct. <laughs> so you know, you're you're such a So like, thing. At the time, I don't I don't know how it works now, but like, you could get like one super like a day, right? And like was that like a pay thing? Like yeah, well, you could pay for more but if like yeah it so what is you like a, and just to super like you want to like bumps you to the front of their line yeah so they're gonna see Oh it. so it's not, it's not that it's they like know you super like yeah, it's just yeah. that when they're going through their hundred well, guys because no because I think when they do you get like they get a ping that like so and so super liked you. Whereas yeah. normally they would never get a notification on their phone. Yeah, yeah I see. The
1: only time you would know is if you both swipe together. You know what I mean?
0: So when they swipe on me, they'll be like they've got a couple minutes and they're just swiping through if you're front of the queue you're more likely to at least get the swipe. I'm never gonna understand this.
2: Anyway, so I, I super liked Nicole, yeah. um, and then like four months went by, and I was like, cause, you know, I was just on Tinder swiping, having fun, and then randomly, then I get the notification back that like, so, you know, Nicole oh, so she just came back. liked you. It was like four months later or something. Oh, wow. So she, she either hadn't been on or she just broke
0: up with Will. Well, so <laughs> <laughs>
2: what, what had happened, it was the, the former. Um, okay. So <laughs> as alleged. she tells the story, she had like, because she had broken up with somebody like you know six months before or something or or mm-hmm. like before this point, and then she was on the apps and like had met some weirdos and was like, oh, screw this and done." And then yeah. one of her friends would like <laughs> she ma- met would just Daly. go on her <laughs> would actually just go on her profile <laughs> and, no. and um, uh, <laughs> sorry, just made me laugh. Um, the Connor Daly joke. Well, not because it's <laughs> Connor, but because she had cause she actually met she didn't meet up with, but she had like. Match with another driver in Indy and had like a bad, not bad experience, but like it just didn't go anywhere. And then all right, like we need na-
1: we need names on that. this. Come on, man. <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> 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 you can just keep that clip with no context. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Correct. <right>. Yes. yes <laughs> That's how. Yeah. You, I'm yeah. glad you understand everything. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it will be um, just fine. She hasn't really told this story in public, so, mm-hmm. but it was so funny because we like showed up to. Somebody else's event, like yeah. after we were dating, and then he was there, and yeah. then like I, I didn't, she didn't, she told me afterwards, <laughs> but like oh, apparently it was yeah. super awkward. Oh, nice. nice. Oh wow. Like, like, on, like, and it was like, like on the way home, she, she kind of was like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, you know, by the way, by the way, yeah. like him and I yeah. know this guy. I was like, oh, that's what the vibe was was going was about. Yeah. Um, so you read it at least. Yeah. So, <laughs> where where were we? We were talking that about you have better game. Than apparently, yeah. that's all I know. <laughs> Fun <laughs>
1: so, bleeping all these Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> so I'm Tinder. Because there seems to be a different uh, range of opinions on this, and I don't have a, I don't have a dog in this fight. Um, the race car driver photo, mm-hmm. does that go in the profile in what order? Because mm, how many photos do you normally get, four or five? Uh, six, I thought. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, six yeah. or five, yeah. or, five yeah. or five to seven. Looks
2: okay. Like, um, <laughs> I think it does because it did online, but it was like the third photo. So it's not the first. Yeah, I definitely used it.
0: Was it your first, though? Uh-uh.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I think it was like some good picture of me that I or like I thought yeah. was like a good candid shot yeah. then it was like me and my dog then it was the driving thing yeah but yeah. The, the funny thing was like when we first met we were like just she, she didn't really know like her, her Nick's dad's like a big race fan but Nicole like didn't really n- know like what Indy Lights was or all mm-hmm. this stuff yeah and um, I think as she told me later she was like I thought you were one of those like you know like Dirt racer guys that, oh, uh, yeah. from my hometown yeah, yeah, yeah. that's, like, hanging on to the yeah. dream at, like, 20-whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hanging on to the dream. <laughs> so she said, the, like, the only saving grace was that I had in, my, in the description. So she saw the pictures and then read the description, I guess. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So like, I had yeah. in the description that I had my engineering degree. So she was okay. like, oh, he's not just, like, some bum some race car bum driver. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah,
0: right. So growing up in Toronto,
2: uh, family racers? I, I got into racing through my dad, but he was never um, a racer himself. But a huge car guy, like, you know, has a couple American muscle cars and all that, and his buddy that he bought them from that did the restoration work, you'd probably either, sorry, know or know of. So remember Speed Vision, Dream Car Garage? Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. So Clutes, you know, Peter, Ryan, mm-hmm. uh, Gary. Mm-hmm. So Pete's kids are my age, and my dad and Pete are, you know, longtime buddies. That's cool. And my dad's bought a couple cars off Pete, and, um, and he's actually—he was on a couple episodes of that show no back way. in the day. Yeah, like they did cool. a like a a Cuda build shootout thing, sure. and one of the Cudas like a purple, like beautiful car. He he still has it. Um, that car was his. And then they did something with uh, they built this like crazy resto mod. Uh, actually, it's also a Cuda that um, it's, got, it's got like 1,200 horsepower or something. And anyway, so he's he's done some stuff with Pete over the years. But like when we were kids. Uh, you know, Pete is obviously a racer, and his kids Gary and Ryan grew up racing go-karts, so we grew up together. We have probably the, one of the funniest home videos, like racing related home videos. We're like three years old or four years old, and we're at our cottage in on, or Minden, Ontario at the time, racing these little Arctic Cat, Kitty Cat, little two-stroke 70cc Skidoo things parents have put like a little milk crate track up and we're you know, in and out of the trees and around the driveway and stuff and Gary's brother Ryan like hits a whoop and kind of cases it and like open face and his his head hits the handlebars and there's no like it's there's no safety right it's just like a handlebar and it's everything. parents just go silent and then you just hear ah! see dad and dad and Pete running over so Gary and Ryan went on to like start racing go-karts at like seven years old and like we we're you know we were, still, we're still we're we're still really good buddies. We go skiing all the time, and I, I was always like to my parents, oh I want to I want to try racing go cars. I want to try try wanna try carts, and I think my parents probably had some foreshadowing or premonition that they would you know because I was always into cars and ATVs, and right. and snowmobiles. Well, I mean one of the cells is that urgent care is free. <coughs> yes. <laughs> Wait what? Precisely. <laughs> <laughs> Get that. What, does, what does that
1: mean? Get our. Go our for it.
2: You can you can go for it. Our. our our, our, our healthcare, get our little Canadian cards, right? Yeah, there you go. Um, so I always, you know, I'd seen Gary and Ryan racing and like just loved the idea of it. And finally, I was about 13 years old. My parents let me, you know, they're like, all right, let's, let's give it a shot. See if you want to, something you'd want to pursue. And yeah, you know, I'm glad that they didn't you know or they didn't let me do it but they kind of guided me to like try skiing or try, yeah, try some other things and i tried a bunch of other sports and right. like I, I still ski to this day and i and i'm guessing you were probably one of these kid like you have to earn it position yeah. in terms of grades yeah. and yeah, yeah well and that was always a big thing on my parents was right. the academics and the, yeah. you know yeah. and then that you know then went through my whole career kind yeah of thing, sure sure right? sure um but uh you know it was good for me to like as a kid i think get out and like try all this other stuff because i don't know i'm Unless you're like you know, there's the child prodigies type thing, but I think for the mo- for the mo- for the bulk of people that are gonna even do a sport professionally, like what you gain from like five to ten, I think it's diminishing returns. It's, it's minuscule compared to if what you're if you're doing it right from like you yeah, know, I ten it. If to you twenty, do that 20 right it, kind yeah. of thing. No, it um, should be about wanting what you don't like. Yeah.
0: So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or living dad's dream. Or that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's a big. <clears> yeah. But this yeah. was clearly not the case. No.
2: No. Yeah. And you know, my dad actually got <laughs> into carding after. I did so. I, that's he, the exact path I was on. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he like got up, you know, the master's class, and it was funny. Like we we're growing up, you know, we're like the kid. We're all pretty serious in national level carting stuff. But, you know, by the time I'm like 15, 16, and my dad got his like master's cart, and um, it seemed like the dads would like argue and fight more than the kids. Yep. They would yeah. take it so seriously. Yep. Yep. Like it was so funny to see, and yeah, and my dad's a big tall. He's like six four, yeah. you know, and tall guy. He flipped so many times, <laughs> like just what? we 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 dis- we would like weld a porch onto the end of his frame so his legs could go out far enough and nice. it wouldn't be like oh, wow you yeah. know, he he could actually in fit in the car. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. the good thing is weight distribution of cars not important. Yeah, exactly.
0: So, you know that's <laughs> yeah. so fine. Yeah. But wait, so as we're fighting, this is kind of the local, this side of the, the country circuit, yep. right? Yeah. At by the time you were in it, was the legend of Tony Tracy still a thing?
2: Um, not at the cart track. Okay, I, I it was more once you got to cars, you'd have people that, st- that were still around from the cart days that uh, you know, that would tell you yeah. about. Yeah.
0: Okay. okay. Okay.
2: But the kart track that I grew up racing at, Goodwood, was pretty much where probably Ron Fellows started, where PT started. Um, Hinch would have raced a lot there. I, there might have been one closer to him in Oakville, but I think that was kind of his home track,
0: Robbie. You know. And what was was the, when you were karting, was this just an exploration of a hobby, or was this always, like, even at 13, like, this is what I'm going to do?
2: I think at first it was, like, just a fun thing that I uh, loved doing, but it pretty quickly, like, within a couple of years became pretty serious. Like, we were then on this, and having started a little bit later, like, we kind of had fast track to, like, getting to the, you know, regional and the national races and stuff. Um, So, yeah, once we were doing, like, national stuff and coming down to the States, yeah, but by that point it was like pretty serious. But also, like I said, the, the school side of it, I was you know I was at a pretty academic high school and like, right? Because that was never allowed to. Slip. No, that that, yeah, there was that, no that, home that never slipped. For X, yeah. Y, yeah, yeah, and right. like it wasn't. You know, my parents were never like, "Oh, you have to get a ninety-five to, or you can't go to the kart track this weekend." I think like they knew that I was, like, I wanted to also do school, and like I think they they just okay. let me do it because they saw that I was doing both. Well you were earning it, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. yeah like. Yeah. I remember there were a couple times maybe when I was, you know, younger or learning, just being, you know, growing kind of thing, and where I, I remember my mom saying something like, you know, that she wasn't, or that, like, it wasn't all my parents to, like, force me to do school and... Do ra- I mean, like it had to yeah. come from me, kind of thing. Like That's I, cool. I had to put the effort yeah, in. They were never going to encourage. Like, like, yeah, they, yeah. they weren't going to crack the whip and be like, like I said. Like you have to get an A to like go race. Yeah. It was yeah. Either like just if just don't it gets to the athlete. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it gets to the point where we're having to encourage you to do both, like then but we're then just going to do away. it. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Or not encourage, but like force you to do both. No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. If if you're not the one taking yourself to practice,
0: exactly, you're not going to. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. So you're 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 climbing through these ranks. Um. So it was. At what point do you realize F one's just not a thing? Because you were driving around somebody like Latifi, so you get to see mm-hmm. how he right. climbs. Oh, Wiggins, yeah, Wickens who's world.
2: obviously moved to Europe and did well. Um, yep. Was Stroll ever in the this side oh, of the yeah, yeah. planet? Actually, so Lance was always like, a, like a like a class below. Like if, if like I was senior, he was junior. Okay, if so I was junior. Younger. He was yeah. mini. It was yeah. Rotax at the time, so it was like Top. Mini Max or yeah, 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 micro mini junior senior. Yeah, all the little um, two stroke yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, and he was, like, I remember his mechanic and, and my, the guy that I was working with, Daryl, was, they were, like, good buddies. And him and I did. Um, I think I either won or came came second at, like, this national race. And then he, he won something. And we both got, like, a, a free two-day racing school. At yeah, the, cool. at Man, at this time it was, um, not that Lance needs the free two-day racing school. Hey, winning something is winning yeah. something. So. And, um, and uh it was the what's the one at Tromblon, um, Mont Tremblant. Yeah, yeah. The, they like a little, same kind of deal as yeah. the French yeah. school, school. Um, and he was there. Him and I did that with the you know, people who were there just to like do it for an experience. He, he was a super nice kid, really like you know super down to earth and all that. So I, I, I always felt bad like seeing some of the stuff he flacky got. Like just being around him growing up, like he never gave me that vibe of, of like, like being this like
0: better than everybody. Yeah, kinda, sure, sure. You know, well, that's this could be a conversation for later as well. But that is I think part of the. Just there's a lot of hate from people who just don't understand. Like, we, our our, our side of the sport is driven by people paying to the be right. there. Yeah. And so you you can't not, you, our sport wouldn't exist without that. Yeah. Um, and so our big thing is, like, as long as you're not a d-
2: yeah, you're yeah. fine. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know. I yeah. care okay. um, how you're doing. So, yeah, but, um, the, the, but back to the Formula One dream. So the, the Formula One thing actually kind of tied into my academic sort of pursuits. Like, I looked at, you know, I was in grade 12. And it was sort of weighing the options of like, I decided, okay, I wanna keep, keep racing and try to do this end school at the same time. Um, and and presumably
0: grade 12 is the end of school. Yeah, for yeah, yeah, last. Yeah. And
2: actually, I, I, I went to a French IB school in, in Toronto, so it was called level five. So <laughs> it went grade one through, sorry, kindergarten through grade seven. Okay. And then level one through five. I, I don't know okay. why. It just so. 8th through 12th grade. Yeah, it was 1, one through, through five. 5. I see. Uh, which no other school, that's just that that's specific just, okay. that Toronto Farm School is called. Fair either. enough. By the way, their way their what, thing.
0: you what, if you like paying for your health care, you'd be a senior. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay.
2: Um, so, I had, you know decided, I, I looked at schools in the states for engineering, I looked at schools in Canada and was, you know, weighing my my between going to like straight physics like a, like a bachelor of science in like phys or engineering. Sure. Um, and I, was this a real interest or was this a related to racing thing? This was a real interest. This was like, okay. my am kid I was always, Lego was taking stuff apart, okay. you know, putting see. things back together. Yada, yeah, yeah, that whole, like, me and my friend, my buddies from growing up, Dan, we like rebuilt this little 60cc dirt bike thing and then once it blew up we like took the motor apart and made it's like a cross section kind of thing okay. and all okay. that. Like, yeah, like yeah. cut it on a bandsaw and, like, you know, colored the piston pink and the whatever to show the different parts. Okay, okay, okay. Um, so this is real. And, um, the, and then I, you know, the, the choice was, like, okay, do you go to school in North America and pursue either, like, NASCAR, IMSA, IndyCar, or go over to Europe and try that, you know, try that world. And, like, I don't know, like, logistically at the time, like I made the decision that it just made more sense, like, you know, to be like if, if i made the choice to go to europe it was like i was just going to be moving there and living there yeah but I if you're
0: going to be in a formula series in europe going to school is probably not really going to yeah be it was going to
2: be pretty like it just you know and, and and like going into it totally blind right not knowing yeah, anybody yeah, yeah. whereas like here we knew people in like by that time kind of knew like you know the hinges and like people kind of in in the American which can help you also navigate world.
0: the not getting screwed waters right so yeah. yeah so
2: like it just made more and like i i felt better about going to school and North America so I looked at US and Canada chose Queens in, in Kingston where I went to school and um, so that kind of drove the decision like towards the, IndyCar. The
0: racing and going to school decision, is that your parents or is that you? That was still me
2: It was all yeah, you? Yeah. Wow Yeah.
0: Um, Neither I mean, of us had this kind of maturity you know. If like, <laughs> still don't Jesus.
2: I, I, I have a, well I don't have a feeling I, I, I know for a fact if I had a said mom and dad I want to like, I am going to give, give it a, my best shot at racing and like and, and not go to school, they'd be I like do- no you're not doing that so if you'd said I want to go to Europe and that's I just want to race F four, pro- they probably wouldn't have been into that. They wouldn't. Okay. No. Okay. I mean, but you never even bridged. But it, it, didn't, it, 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 it was never really a discussion. Like, yeah, I guess. Because that's the thing It was if I had gone to Europe, it wouldn't have been just doing F four. It would have been yeah. going to university. Yeah. It was almost more like the academic side would have been harder. Like, where yeah. do you go to school in Europe? Like, right, I have right, no right. idea. Yeah. And like, you know, we had good guidance, guidance counselors, and some kids from my school went overseas, but like, that's already a huge thing for a how old are you? Six, seventeen years yeah, old? Right, right. 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 It just yeah. seemed more manageable to like go to school here. Sure. Um, um, and you're already
0: at this. Like by 18, you're probably pretty realistic. Like at 18, if you didn't have a junior factory contract exactly. to be F1, yeah. it's not happening. Yeah, right. So, yeah. yeah. So I don't know that we've talked to anybody who's tried to balance school and junior racing. Because the thing, I, the one thing I hear, and I don't know how navigatable it was here, is uh, school, like engineering school. Yeah, engineering school, <laughs> like hard stuff, yeah. not political science. <laughs> or um, a
1: degree in uh, entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship. <laughs> it's a real thing. That's a real thing
0: <laughs> if you pay Pepperdine. Um, the uh, if there's a midterm on Friday, mm-hmm. you can't do it. And do do professors understand? Like, no, no, I really am a race car driver.
3: Is so that a real thing? That was let like,
0: alone
2: the what you need to study. Yeah, but yeah. Go on. So that was even part of the looking at schools process. Like, I actually made a my, my and the school I went to was very like diligent about the um, preparing kids for. Uh, like it was a small a private school in Charles. So like yeah. seventy kids graduated. Oh wow. Kind of okay. Like. So they would like liaise with the admissions department and like a little more one-on-one than like a high school like 500 kids right so they would be like hey we've got this student who's an athlete coming out to visit like and then or help organize tours and stuff so like pretty much everywhere we went i had a chance to actually meet with either a the dean people or a professor it, yeah. kind of thing okay. and just be like here's what i'm doing or yeah. what i want
0: to do like yeah i guess if you're one fit? of 70 in a graduating class it's a lot easier for them to believe you because they probably know your story mm, versus right. like like I, I went to lecture halls that were three times bigger than yeah. that yeah so yeah
2: yeah yeah and so the, and, and and you know there were i think like i looked at duke carnegie mellon bucknell in the states i think that's that it? Maybe. yeah and then sort of in that northeast area um, really liked Carnegie Mellon and was thinking. Of, I, I, I I thought I actually thought I wanted to go to Duke just because I loved the idea of the big campus and that sort of traditional you know school right. atmosphere.
0: Which would be a school um, where that would be hard to do.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. and that was kind of, it. Was like there in Bucknell, they were like there it would have been it might have been okay. Carnegie Mellon, they were like it seemed like they would have been really accommodating and great. And then at Bucknell, it, it was very clear they just like we're not into whatever we were whatever, whatever was going you're, whatever on. Whatever over here, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that, I think as I met with a dean, the dean of engineering there, I think she was like, "Well, you're a student first, and if you want to try to do that in your free time, go for it." Oh, but oh, like, I was like, "I don't think you understand how much you travel, like yeah, yeah. what I'm talking about here." Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the Canadian schools is kind of a similar deal. Like U of T is a humongous school that has campuses and satellite campuses all over the city of Toronto. Great school, great engineering program. Um, but same thing, it just like you'd be a you know a drop in the in the bucket. Like it just you wouldn't. It's too big for you to get that level of, of, of attention and then both McGill and Queens seemed like good options that they would be helpful uh, McGill would, was looking good because the IB program when I was in I could credit some of my high school courses towards first year in, first year engineering like or first year general stuff so my course load in first and second year would have been a little bit lighter uh, but I really wanted to go there for physics and I but I because I, 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 I am an engineer now, and I am you know, have an engineering brain, but I really have a love for, like, pure science and math and, and okay. physics. Um, totally. Yeah, that's worth <laughs> saying. Yeah, yeah. So the, like, um, but then I was, again, looking ahead. I was like, well, if the racing thing doesn't work out and I have a physics degree, like, that's, you know, it's, unless you want to work in academia or be, like, a researcher for, you know, like, a, a company or you know, whatever, like, it's it's just a more narrow field than, like, engineering. You yeah. can kind of do whatever you sure. want. Sure, yeah, I right? are you have a
0: physics PhD, you're stuck at the European Space Agency. Yeah, yeah. which is not yeah. the worst not the worst thing yeah. in the yeah. world, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 yeah, pays out. Pays yeah. Out right?
2: Yeah. 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 It can <laughs> land you a celebrity boyfriend. Yeah, it could. <laughs> so at McGill and Queens again, it seemed like you know both would have been good, good choices. And I could have gone to McGill for mechanical engineering or physics, or Queens for engineering. And engineering at Queens, it's a common first year, so you take courses with your whole, you know, the the whole grades all a oh, grade, the whole programs all together. Then you specialize to your like mechanical engineering, chemical, okay. whatever after after second or after first. Year. But you do get to start with this broad, yeah. okay. And it gives, it gives you time to like see what you want to do. Sure. And, and I think I was kind of like maybe I was just very focused on racing and like didn't have time to decide kind of thing. But I, I liked that idea of like the common first year. Um, it, it didn't hurt that my my dad went to Queens too, so he, they had some family history there. And then at Queens, they had a program in engineering called engineering physics, so it was literally mechanical engineering or there's 4 streams: mechanical, electrical, computer engineering or, or uh, materials which is, which is what I did. So it's either you know, mechanical or material, materials engineering with like a minor in physics basically. Like as, a, as I left there I have like a few credits away from a, from a BSc in, in phys and then my, and then my engineering thing. Um, so I just love that like and I'm the type of person that like and this isn't like a good trait but if something's the hardest thing to do like I've got to do it type type thing and that, and that was like it was either that or the engineering science program at U of T were like the two hardest en- engineering programs so it's was like I've got to do one of the two and I'm not going to U of T because it's just A, I don't want to live yeah, near my parents yeah. <laughs> when I'm going to school yeah, uh, U of T is kind of yeah. Being University of Toronto University yeah, yeah, of Toronto yeah. Yeah. yeah and then so it, it just made I, I was like really drawn to that program so that's why I went, why I went to Queens when I you know when i had visited the school i had talked with the dean a little bit and actually met their for my LSAE team and like saw their shop and all that yeah. And was like oh this is so cool i'm definitely getting involved with this program I got yeah yeah and then when i got there in first year i like again the first week i like made an email emailed the dean just to you know re, re and then pre well, you're going to travel yeah and yeah. like and and, sit, and i sat down with her and i think we talked to some of the professors and stuff and she pretty much like was basically said, well, we'll do whatever you know, we, we have the power to do. At the end of the day, it was up to the professors to, like, accommodate if they wanted to or not. So her, her basically, it was like, you know, make sure your professors know this is real and, like, communi- be, be good at communicating and, like, don't show up to them a week before the final and be like, hey, I'm not going to be here. Like, meet with them at the start And that's what I did. I, I would meet with every professor, if it was a new one, at the start of every term and be like, here's what I'm doing. Like, yeah. you know, this please is don't real. make my life look li- Yeah, li- right, uh, right, li- right. Li- I'm hell. telling you now so that you know I'm yeah. not full of sh- yeah, And of the, I don't know how many, maybe I had 30 or 20-something professors in the four years, and, like, all but one of them, and he wasn't a dick, but he was, like, just not accommodating kind of thing. Um, like that
0: you're going to learn the life lesson that it doesn't yeah, go your way. Yeah, kind I of mean, guy. like, yeah.
2: I, it, was, it was just lucky that, like, I did, I was there for his midterms and his final. I didn't have to move or anything because I don't know if he would have. But, like, I, I definitely missed some assignments and stuff, and I just had to take the hit on the grades because he was like, sorry, you weren't here, and you couldn't submit it too bad. But, like, everybody else was... Um, very, very helpful, and like there was again some trust, right? It was like, um, like I had the opportunity to like, if we had a final for a for a few finals, I did them like a week before everyone else, and it wasn't like there were two finals. My professor was just like, I'm trusting you to not, to not tell anybody, this out. yeah. And then and then that's how it went, yeah. That's
0: but to right. today you have from it's what what school? Calling Queens? Queens University, and yeah, from Queens University, you have a material science bachelor's degree. Yep. With a minor in physics. Well, not, not
2: quite a minor. It's a, it's a BSA of minors. Yeah. Sure. It, it basically a <laughs> material size with, a, with like a few credits shy of a minor in, in, in physics. Fizz. Phys. Phys. Pardon me. All right.
0: So
1: kind of cover the education side of things. At what point do you make the move to Indy to become like I, mean, like, I guess we have a lot of listeners that are in the NASCAR world and over racing. so the equivalency would be the Dale Mooresville right. Junior Development Driver Program. No. Yeah. In, in open wheels case it's everybody moves to indy and tries to get something going so they end up racing in like you know Formula mazda f2000
2: indy lights you know and up the ladder yeah and and just to just to revisit the school thing for just a quick second what is, sure. i i this was a big part of my experience was that i as soon as i got to like the first day of first year i went back to the sae team and like got involved with our formula sae program and was you know like that, it was like that racing and so you were Formula it, it, SAE
0: and Formula Two Thousand. Yeah,
2: and it was almost like a third, a third, a third as far as like the, you what, put what a third of like, you
0: put as much time into SAE as you did F Two Thousand.
2: Uh, probably I mean probably more time into SAE calendar day wise, right? Because the, wow. the just the academic yeah, just cause year what it requires, from, from, sure. Yeah.
0: Um, Wait, so where, where were you in the scheme because you could be there's a spectrum if you're going to be in like you're well on your way you've done a ton of karting you're now racing at the junior Formula ranks. You could be the guy that's humble and just says nothing about what you're doing in F2000, or you could be the guy like, well, you know, over at uh, perhaps you know, we uh, we have a machine that does that. Yeah. Uh, where where were you in that spectrum?
2: Uh, I think, I mean, I was never, like, the boastful whatever-in-your-face guy, but, like, the, when I got there, the, and the, these Formula SA teams are always so chaotic because like you have huge turnover like every year people are leaving and, and showing up and like you know it might be it gels and it's great for four years and it totally falls apart then it's great again five years later so we were this team was just coming off a, a, a spell of being abysmal because they had done really well and then really and then like, everyone left and then call like, and kill it yeah, yeah. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> um so we had this like car that kind of ran and ish and then we went for it and where we would test this car it was so sketchy there's the uh, the Kingston Airport, which they'll fly Dash 8s or like, you know, like, re, which is like a, like a regional turbo. Yeah, prop I okay, got gotcha, so yeah, yeah, Like high it's wind it's little puddle jumper sure. So they'd fly those in there. The airport would give us half the ramp or quarter of the ramp and like not hangar us airplanes. It would be hangar airplanes us grass runway. So we, And they were just like, just stay in your little coned area. So you are doing like shakedowns on an active runway. On an on active taxiway, yeah, like yeah. on like a ramp. And we would like you'd be like, and this is like in, in subsequent years we'd be doing slaloms, and the car would occasionally catch fire, or break down, yeah. and there would be like literally eight, which they're small planes when you see them beside With a triple seven. but when you're in a little tiny race car the dash eight, yeah. whatever looks and you're like doing your thing, you take a corner, you're like holy shit, it's an airplane, yeah. and then you keep going, <laughs> yeah. and you're like I hope the brakes work, <laughs> yeah, because there's a prop, yeah, um, yeah, pretty much at roll hoop height, yeah, right, right, so that was that was tremendously sketchy, but anyway, so like. <laughs> You wouldn't, wouldn't feel really, it, like, yeah. right? Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be over quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so the. Like, the first test day that I went to, like, and it was, like, this October first year, I was, like, hey, I, like, at the time, I was, like, trying to, I was, like, hey, I race go-karts, like, I kind of just started the open-wheel stuff. It was, like, why don't I try jumping in there? they were, like, well, it's only the fourth year to get to drive, and, like, whatever. Uh, and, the four, and, like, they didn't know how, what they were, no one knew how to sure, drive, yeah, right? Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it was, like, me and this guy, Lee, that, like, him and his dad built Neons, and they would race, like, Canadian SCCA, basically, in their Neons. So, like, we, we both had a racing background, like, knew how to drive, and, I uh, like, one, we, we, like, after the test, it went horribly. We were like, "Look, just give us like a couple runs each," and then they let him and I drive, and we were like seconds quicker than any, a- anyone else. And they were like, "Okay, you guys are driving now," you know. But then as I got older, and then I, I was the manager, and me and another guy were the managers in, in fourth, fourth year, and um, we always made a point to like everyone got to drive at least once. Right. What's the point? Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Look,
0: because and, well, and I don't I don't know anything about SAE really, but SAE isn't it like the on track. Doing the lap time it's only a small portion of what they're testing you yeah. for as a group right yeah. like they're testing
3: design rigidity and how you present exactly, and, yeah, yeah right yeah and we actually Haley.
2: in our yeah, in our third year we actually we made it PR. we were um the competitions were big they'd be like I do a hundred and 180 to 200, 200 teams or so these big com- from all, all over the world and the top 20 or the top 12 would go to design finals and we were we tied for the bump spot, and it was us and another team, and the other team had a little bit better racing scores because their car didn't break down. So they so they got to go into the design finals. We we, we like we kind of turned it around. and had a pretty tight team for a while, and I, I mean I I have some connection with it now. I'll like review their design presentation. That's no, cool. not even a big celebrity, of. right? Yeah. yeah <laughs> so. So, anyway, I just wanted to mention that as, like, that was a big part of the school experience. Yeah, we actually
1: get a lot of Formula SAE comments from kids that are in that program or, like, engineers like uh, uh, Chris Simmons. Yeah, uh, I was just actually talking about this with a couple of guys at HPD at Watkins Glen we two days ago, because they were all in it, you know? And I was yeah. like, oh, wow, that's cool, you know? Oh, yeah, no, you, so, you,
2: you throw a stone in, like, an carpatic or an astro right. or an AstroPatic, yeah. and, like, yeah, the, somebody's going to be involved or had to been involved the, with it. The, the,
1: the Brettsman brothers were both, at, yeah, like, a buddy of mine that works at HPD now, my engineer, Adam Adam Jones, he said he got there and they were, like, legends. You, you know, they like, talking about, like, remember those guys, you know? So, because
0: <laughs> <Like, laughs> uh, I don't know how it's structured, obviously, you, you drove, but I assume, does everybody do a little bit of everything, or, like, on your first year, you're... You know, you're just cleaning parts in your second year. You're doing this kind of design work. Like, what what kind of
2: roles did you do so that you were more than just a driver? So I, I hope that nobody from Queens listens to this, but on my in my the first like weekend, because you would spend like you'd be at this. We had the keys to the building and stuff, and like you know, that like we could go in whenever we wanted our own little bit, our own little shop. First weekend, I'm like, hey, let's. I want to help you guys out. And I was like super keen, and they were like, we like we would scrap the school had this rule that you had to like scrap the old ears cars so somebody couldn't, couldn't so you couldn't build ideas it. yeah or, or no, no just like you couldn't take it home like a liability thing like oh, somebody, oh, I so see. we would yeah, like yeah. recycle the old frame yeah so they're like you have to go go take this angle grinder with a zip disk and go like cut hack go that frame and, car, in, into yeah. pieces wow. and like I, luckily I, I mean i'd been around power tools and mills and or not mills, like lathes and just like engine stuff so i kind of knew what i was doing but they just let this random first year like go yeah, ham with, with an angle grinder and cut like cut
1: this, yeah. cut this yeah.
0: chassis <laughs>
2: yeah. apart. Learn a couple lessons. So, but I would like to point out this was to protect liability. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yes, exactly. You know? And because the, the, their whole thing was you had to destroy the, I, I actually ended up keeping one of the cars, well, the whole car, but I have like, I have most of one of the cars <laughs> in parts. And, it, and it, in my living room, my wife hates it. Well, yeah. no, it's like yeah. in a storage, and like, it kind of was a thing where like a few years after I graduated, I was talking to someone that was there and they were like, the school's still kind of pissed about that car that went missing. It was like, sorry, I don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they're not yeah, getting it back the now. So. Down, right. <laughs> um, anyway, so, the, yeah, you would, like, they would test you out, like, run you through an intro period, like, learning how to CAD and, like, you know, give you, like, we would do a basics of, like, vehicle dynamics. And but the idea is that you actually learn all, all the processes. So yeah. you do learn CAD, we you would, do learn like, SOLIDWORKS yep. or whatever. Well, it is, and yeah. honestly, doing the SAE thing, like, I the entrance program had a lot of physics and math stuff that was totally in its own like science kind of world the math concepts I mean like basically everything is applied math more or less but like if you're gonna be an engineer like at some point you make abstractions and have like layers between you and like linear algebra or whatever oh don't um, we know yeah yeah but for <laughs> the fans yeah, yeah, yeah it's right, good for them yeah, to right, know. Yeah, yeah, but like the, um, the the mechanical engineering stuff that I did in the Enchfizz program like it was great but like I honestly learned so much not more but like it just brought it, took it to another level of, like, you've okay, you've taken a thermal course, and now you're tuning an engine on a dyno. Yeah, and not yeah, just yeah. doing, like, because, con- like, they would have labs, but, like, with this the a dyno. application, Yeah, it was, yeah. like, kind of contrived, right? You'd yeah. go your, do your dyno lab and, like, turn the engine on, and it would run through a preset program, whereas we would, like, literally build the motors ourselves, make components, like, make the plenums, blow up plenums, make them, you know, like, go through the whole thing, right? And we would, like, as the team had a, a bit of a process of, like, onboarding right we would like have tutorials and like machining tutorials and stuff you had to make a widget and cat all this stuff and like learning that that hands-on stuff was like so so important so that i, I again if, if there's a young like engineering student or high school student listening to this is going to go into engineering like if your school has an SAE program or a Baja program or a, a rocket, what, like our, our school has a rocket-free program. Like, Anything that's just
0: a practical, like, exactly. and everybody's got to do different jobs and get dirty right. and weld and angle ground. Yeah, like, apply
2: things. what you're learning. And, like, it makes it more fun. Like, I didn't give a shit about computer programming or MATLAB until I was doing the SAE thing or in physics doing some labs where I was like, hey, oh, I can actually learn this programming thing, make my life easier because it automates or it makes, like, you know, some things go quicker, and then also, like, be better at this. So, like, like coding, let's just call it coding. I got you, okay. So, like, I, I didn't care about coding until I knew, knew how where it showed up. Yeah, to, yeah. Where, to where it showed up, and then I was like, yeah. oh, I can well, write Well, you can write your own code. automated programs. Yeah, to, like, optimize motion ratios for my rocker design, and like, oh, okay, this is fun now.
1: And for the go-kart kid that turned in to listen to this episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I think that the practical side of it's huge. Um, I'm in a different field now, and, you know, we do a bit of manufacturing, a bit of construction, and a lot, a lot, the products that we make, like linemen and, and people that work and on this power lines, yeah. use these products in a high, high intensity, dangerous environment, live we'll line work. Like, the way that we design our parts affects how easy it is or not to work with them. So, like, the understanding the end application of what you're doing is right. super key. Like so,
0: K-Line, which is a family business, yep. I understand. Yep. It's basically insulation that runs along electrical power lines. Well, yeah. More so li- it's, I'm sorry if yes, I'm yes. dumbing it down. Well, because there's,
2: yeah. it's funny, we're actually working on a project about insulated wire right now. But we, we don't make wire. We make, so there's the pole, the, vert- the vertical thing with the cross arms that go out like a T. And there's little bits that connect the pole to the wire that insulate. So the, the insulators, we make those. And we make other brackets and stuff for the industry, but, like, mostly hardware for pole lines. So it's the, it's the mechanical and electrical component that supports the power line, insulates it from, from, from the pole. Yeah. yeah.
0: And we heard from a reliable source that effectively, like, 90% of North America has K-Line stuff across
2: uh, different power lines probably 90 percent of ontario or a lot of ontario okay. a lot of indy so oh, 16th okay. street by 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 the speedway yeah. it's all k-line okay um, pretty much anything that i not it's not ipl anymore aes is the utility and the services marion and all that we, we we have a contract with them, so like, all the new stuff going up in in Indy, which was kind of it happened before racing. It was kind of a neat just coincidence. Well, but it's all K line stuff. Okay, yeah. If you get audited, they're directly related. <laughs> <laughs> just marketing, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's yeah, a marketing expense. Yeah. yeah. Um. So the yeah the like that that is a pretty you know it's been a fun transition kind of Ooh, sure moving into the family business side. But anyway, I kind of derailed this by talking That's about fun. the SA thing. So was what what, what do you guys want to go to after? Yeah. The biggest thing I keep
1: hearing because I started as a mechanic, you know, and got into, get into driving. And uh, I know how pissy I would get if a driver wanted to explain to me what we're doing in the car isn't working when it's somebody that doesn't know. And there are times that they do, but oftentimes you would hear, not, you know, not the most experienced driver be like, well, I think what we should do. And you're like, you look at the engineer and he's like, <laughs> for f- sake. And here comes you who actually could know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or at the same time, have you been through situations where you know what you're being told is bullshit? Because they're like, just tell him what he
2: needs to know. Because we need to get through this program, and you're like, mm. you know, there've been, yeah, there there were moments where like I knew more in the junior formula where I knew something was like, where what the like, there were a couple again, old school, older school engineers that like, yeah, had these, um, like what they knew, what they were, what they, what they understood was right, but what how they how they how they got from real, like their, their theory connection was just not Right. Like well, in,
0: in in context, a lot of times Junior Formula F2000 or Indy Lights or whatever, a lot of times you can have maybe one engineer spread across two or three cars. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times they are older school where yep. they're maybe just a very experienced mechanic that doesn't necessarily have an engineering degree. You know, like you get to IndyCar, it's engineers and mechanics and there's a clear yeah. and software guys, but at F2000 or Indy Lights, it's not. And yeah. it's not like, I don't know how you're, how uh, Paps ran, but it's not... Sometimes you have an engineer who's divided amongst a bunch of stuff, and you don't even know if it's
2: like a proper Emmy or anything right. Like yeah, that. yeah. So. And um, yeah, there were so there were moments where like I actually kind of remember being like, okay, just like because as a driver you kind of have to believe, right? You've got to like, and that's a bit that's something that I always struggled with was like if it wasn't the right relationship with the engineer, like, trusting that he's. You gotta trust interview. them, right. and they gotta like make you believe it as much as they're actually doing something real, because it is a very it's a mental sport as well, right? Um, so yeah, there, there were there were some moments where I was just like, just put the blinders on and just go be a driver. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I, but I really had to learn that. I was like, yeah. yeah, like when I was USF to like, I don't know, even midway through Indy Lights, I was, or at least the first year, let's say, I was trying to be like, I would be at the shop all the time and like just learning and getting, like, and especially when I was at and- Andretti, they had some really talented people there, just learning all this theory and packing my head with all this stuff. And like it just wasn't helping me be a better driver, to be totally honest. Oh like, interesting. Like yeah. when you, when I took it to that extent. Right. Right. Well, like, are you an overthinker? Oh yeah. yeah. Oh definitely. And that's what I and I it took some growing, I guess, or getting older to realize yeah. that. And then I like I'm surprised you admit it now, honestly. Yeah, it, because well, it's not
1: the company line, right? For the yeah. sport, you're like, no, you got to get in there and really get, you know. Right. Well, that was like. When you met Colton, you're like, oh. Yeah. What?
2: What? I could be in a punk band and <laughs> right. do this. Yeah, drums, <laughs> like, huh? He's amazing, <laughs> and I don't know if he knows where he is right now. So. <laughs> so that you know that was a and that was a big shift in my approach. Like yeah. maybe the yeah the second year in lights onward, I kind of like I didn't. And, and I didn't, like, disconnect from the engineering stuff, but I definitely took a step back and was, like, I've, like, I had to, ha- like, have a talk with myself kind of thing and be like, you're a driver, you're not an engineer. Like, you've got to be good at driving. It doesn't matter whether you know more than all these other guys about the theory. Like, no one gives a shit Yeah, sh- you're like, 22, they don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 Like, yeah, it's yeah. it's the results on track. Then yep. and so then it, that, that was a good, like, thing for me to go through. That's and kind smart. Of, yeah, it's yeah. good that you did. Was well, it also yeah.
0: frustrating on the other side, because I know you deal with this as well, um... Although it's a little bit different, but uh, uh, so we'll use like Colton or Pato, who were at Andretti as well in Indy Lights. Now they're between the two of them, they're winning every race basically. So if they have feedback, literally because they're, they're generating the results, they may maybe are more likely to get listened to on what they want out of the car. Whereas they might look at you, who's not getting the same results, and go, "Oh, you don't know because you don't know what a car should feel like, even though you've got all this background."
2: Uh, I don't know. I think my my experience was a li- uh, from my, my for my case, like it was a little different. Like my, you know, yeah, like the results that I got at the end of the day were not like what I wanted, and not you know, and people can have their opinions about that on social media or not. Like, well, know, we're gonna ask you. whatever. Yeah. But it something that I I am I do know that I was good at and 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 I'm fine saying it is that like I I know I had a good feel for what was going on with the race car but it's frustrating if you're like they're
0: not listening I guess yeah
2: uh, at least there at at Android I never had that problem like the the engineer I was working with really did trust me because we would do you know you would do like do the same test on two cars and like it was your feedback the same or whatever or like when I was with Bordet at, at Foyt like blind right we would typically have pretty similar like reads on what was going on it's just that he was better Right, yeah. and that's but like at least from a setup standpoint, like I think, and that that was I think, to kind of jump around a bit, like if I could be critical of myself, was that like I I could be, good or really good when the car and I were like, when it was doing what I wanted it to, or it felt right, and like where I struggled was like if, you know, it got out of that window or it was like I I was never like I was always more comfortable with a loose car, like I, I preferred having a, stable rear end where I know I I knew I could like load it with the brakes and give it some front grip and like drive it that way more than, like, a Pato at, at, at when I was teammates with him. He was kind of always on his own island. Like, the him, me, Colton, and Ryan were our own, were sort of similar, and then Pato was, like, loose as f- and just, you know, driving with his hair on fire. And th- that was ever my style, which, you know, some people say loose as fast or whatever, but I think you can kind of cut it either way in, in certain cars. You know, some cars, you know, they have to be driven a certain way. Um, but that was always something that I – yeah, I think I, I, what I wish I could have been better at was being more adaptable or having my, my window be a little bit wider. Like, when the car was good and everything worked out, it was like I, I knew what to do and I knew how to drive it right. Do you think the uh, Junior Formula Series, like, is an, Indy, is
1: an Indy Lights car good enough to get you ready for IndyCar?
2: They don't have enough ovals right now. Yeah. Uh, that's, the, I mean, that's for oh, sure. Really the biggest. I don't think that's the biggest thing. I mean, I think they've. it's good that they've gone to Firestone, although I know they've, you know, they had, like, some, the tires aren't, I think, what everyone was expecting. I think everyone was expecting the Firestones to be like way quicker because the old Firestone on the old lights car was like definitely better than the Cooper tire that like from a like not judging manufacturers from ah, their, yeah, what they're yeah, spending but like doing, yeah, yeah. but like from a driving standpoint that Firestone tire felt way better than the one, than when they moved to Cooper. So I think everyone was expecting it to kind of go back to that and then it um,
0: but I guess specifically to prep you didn't know how to drive an Indy car. Yeah I think
2: I think again the Firestone tire is a good thing to have because it is a similar they'll get to that point but like I don't know. I think the I think the lights car should be a bit quicker, a bit more downforce, um, and then they they need pit stops or at least some or like or like a long and short race, like two sprint two forty five minute or fifty minute sprint races. I don't that doesn't make sense to me. Like I think you should do a, a sprint ra- like, although I think the Formula One sprint races are kind of dumb now. But like do a do a thirty minute sprint race and an hour and yeah, fifteen sure. minute yeah. with one it's pit train stop. You to be car stop. Yeah, because right. like pit stops are so key. Internet yeah. out laps yeah. Yeah. are so key. Yeah like even, there's none of that in lights like that's part of why i did the p2 stuff in 19 was to like get yeah. some pit stop experience yeah, and all that yeah. um so yeah no I, I like and again i think like they've got a good program but i think they, it could be better for sure yeah so
1: you do a couple years of indy car racing you decide last year you're gonna hang it up
2: and then you're actively saying that you are retired from racing is what like, um, you said earlier like yeah, yeah i'm guess- out of it now and i mean yeah i guess i kind of like i Posted, yeah, my little retirement thing and all. Definitely from, from from IndyCar, like, you know. And after, like, it was funny at the end of the the year, um, nothing came to fruition. So I'm not gonna talk about teams and all that. But there were some conversations that happened that there was maybe, oh, maybe actually, because I decided I was kind of done because it was either gonna be kind of this year or next year for K-Line, just from a timing standpoint. Sure, like there was you always a point
0: where you're only gonna spend so much. And,
2: well, not not even the budget. Like, it was more just like, you know. No one's getting younger on the company side either, right? Oh, so there is no. a there's like a, oh, a timeline of like you know like you being involved in the
3: company. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Um, Yeah.
2: But the and I mean yeah like it, like we're not you know we didn't go form, we didn't go Formula One racing like there's there's not an infinite pot of money either. No, right? I understand that. Yeah. But. But
0: there was a timing component specific to you yeah. and your involvement in K-Line,
2: and and part of that, you know, if if IndyCar was going great and it was like everything that yeah, right, wanted, like right. it probably would have lasted longer, but it was it, at the what it was at the moment was not like no, you hit hard a reality
0: to, where this is only going to exist if it's sponsored, yeah. And meanwhile, you're getting you know your, your dad or whoever else is involved in the company yeah. is, is like if they're looking to groom you to yeah, be yeah the guy, a, and if that's what you want, presumably then you have to look at that realistically and say okay what's making sense and what yeah. what more do i want out of an indycar career if this is if this is where it's what headed? is uh and then yeah.
2: i think w- like what i wanted in life too like i you know, just got married at you know like new year's eve this year you know it was like racing i i, I love and loved and or whatever but like it was also very much to me it was kind of like you know playing a like a, a, a music like an instrument or like a, it was a craft right like being really good at this specific and like being a driver is more than just driving the car. It's, it's almost much more than that, right? But, like, with, like, the school stuff and my background, like, I wanted something maybe a little more, like, intellectually stimulating, right? And, like, <laughs> what was going on in racing for me yeah, I wasn't providing that. Yeah. Too smart to be a race driver. Zach, or sorry, Jack Beach.
1: Jack Beach. <laughs> his, his quote was, you're too smart for your own good. <laughs> I think it was a compliment, or at least he thinks it is. Yeah. Oh, so. man. No. Yeah,
2: wouldn't be the first time I'd heard that, so. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, like i said yeah it just it got to a point where I, I look back i don't have any regrets about the timing of leaving yeah racing like full-time um do i w- do i wish i had a like and yeah like am i scott or what was i scott dixon no like i'm fully aware of that it's not like i don't have i didn't have the the talent or the experience to be at that at that level or like a colton or 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 somebody but like I don't think I sucked either, right? That's like, like there's, you know, and there, there's lots of people on Twitter that think that and that's good, you know, whatever. That's not us, but yeah. But anyway, like do I look back and like would I have liked to have had a, a different experience? Sure, but like I got to do it and it was an amazing experience and like I got to do the thing that I wanted to do as a kid and get to the level that a lot of people strive to get. So like I, I, there's no part of me that's like bitter or like upset about how it ended really. Um, but to your point of like retiring, yeah, like I'm done with the IndyCar thing for sure. But what I love to like do Daytona or Sebring or Lamar Petit, like sure, like not right now because like I really have to be focused on like Kayline yeah, business, and, actually
1: like, working, yeah, 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 yeah having yeah. a real yeah.
2: job. Like I couldn't, and like there were some brief conversations about like, oh, do you want to come with IndyCar? But like, oh, do you want to do like some social PR with all the STEM stuff? Like, is there something we could do here? And I pretty quickly was like, I'm just not interested because like I just couldn't justify. You can't afford me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, more it was more like. I, you know, coming into a family business, there's all you know, these imp- uh, the expectations or thoughts about you know, the boss's son and all that.
0: Well, uh, that's if you're out not playing race car driver. Right? Yeah, you can't. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I just
2: couldn't. I, I couldn't justify. You know, when everyone else is there working full time, and I'm kind of like no, one, no, foot no, in, gotta, one foot in, one foot out. Right, like right. I have to be.
0: Endless. So in other words, so that's way too mature. Uh, of an opinion, but uh, but no, it, but that's a that's a very realistic look at it, which is like if you're out, like even if you did sort of a partial IMS schedule, that's still several weeks time out, and if you're out spending company money, especially if it's like a K line sponsored car, and you're out doing that, um, and you're trying to assert yourself as the guy, that, the heir to the throne, so to speak. Yeah, you're gonna look like that guy. We right. we know this because they exist in our pattern. Yeah. You know, the guys <laughs> who are running companies of their family and they're never well, there. I was just about
2: to say, like, what's your what's your job title, Kaylin? Uh, right now, it's specialist specialist engineering department, specialist dash engineering department, because in Canada the engineering field is like not regulated. Well, it is. Yeah, it's like a, in Canada you can't call yourself an engineer unless you have a PEng so you have to work for 4 years under a p.e. just like a licensed and which in the states is called a p.e. but i think the rules are a bit more lax like i think you could you could say i'm a race engineer in the states and not have a p.e. yeah and a
0: p.e. is extremely hard yeah. to get in whereas, yeah. 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 whereas
2: in Canada you can't you, you can't say oh i'm a so, race engineer and not have a p.e.
0: So just like in like the contractor business for a lot of things in the US mm-hmm. to be a licensed contractor so to be a licensed engineer you've got to yeah. have this designation yeah
2: and so i'm a specialist <laughs> right cuz you're not there yet yeah, yeah. so yeah. is that a cool Pardon? Is that a goal yeah, to yeah. get that? that yeah, license. and I think it, I can count maybe some of the some of the time from the school, and maybe maybe I have to talk to some of the old engineers if any of them were PEs, because like you are doing development work and like having a part in an engineering process, so there might be you know like six months or something that I could count. Um, but yeah, the goal is to get my PE, and I would say I'm, let's say sixty percent of my time is technical engineering work, and then the other forty is like just trying to learn everything. From well, like
0: that's actually where I was going. Is it like? running a business is not the same as being an engineer. No. Yeah. You know, it's just the same way, like I'm in the video business. I got into the production business for myself when I started my own company because I wanted to just prescribe my own path for making videos and I realized I'm not doing a whole lot in the way of making videos because I have to all the business. other business. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and I nothing I've heard from what you've done is that side of the world of like, how do we get the contracts? How do we make sure they're profitable? How do we put money away? All the things that you have to do. Yeah. So. Where where is that in the process?
2: That's yeah. So the if, assuming you're
0: that's the where you want to go.
2: If yeah, you're that's that's the, the that's the end goal, right? Yeah. Is to be, you know, taking the sort of the that like K line is comprised of just four five companies, but t- two of them are like eighty percent of the business. So the 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 manufacturing side, which is where I'm involved, is we make the insulators. The construction side, actually, where it began, is the lot that we do the live line work. So it might even I don't know, if, if you you'll see these TL trucks with like the TL race car that I had. We have buck, We have about 300, 400 or so bucket trucks that, you know, guys are up working on power lines, crews, and all that. Now, did, you do, did you do
1: the race car livery on
2: them? Like put a number. <laughs> That'd be good. That wouldn't be a bad idea, actually. got ideas here. Yeah. 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 Uh, we'll th- take royalties. Cause 400 trucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 We can take, yeah, we take yeah, a couple bucks a truck. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, right now I'm more, like, involved, again, from the factory. Cause it, it, you know, it's a factory. It's, you know five to seven days a week, two, uh, two to three shifts, like, you know, they make a lot of stuff, right? And yeah, it's is like, it local or is it outside? Yeah, it's in Markham. Uh, oh, so it is like yeah, relatively local. local. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we're, we're unique in our industry in that we're mostly North, we're pretty much all, all North American content in terms of our suppliers. So we're like, our supply chain is mostly domestic. That positions us as a more high quality product, and, and not just marketing like it is a better product right you know we're but you're also dealing with probably with municipal contracts and things yep. like that so which probably helps your case for yeah. sure, which in Canada for sure yeah. and then we also have we have a US branch as well so we for the Buy America thing and, and all that got um, him Americans in there <laughs> you <laughs>
0: idiots yeah. Yeah. yeah so
2: if California had K-Line we'd be sold yeah okay I hear a pitch I'll get on that I hear I'll a call, pitch I'll call my boy GN well, right we, now yeah. Yeah. we actually do sell a lot and the thing is we've what tends to happen is we are higher price points so we'll you know well people will have a sadly they'll have like a hurricane or a fire or something yeah. and then they'll realize that oh the money we saved on like buying the cheaper stuff we're paying that back Five times yeah. on labor costs. No, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Whereas if we just had to bought the good stuff at the start, like uh-huh. maybe yeah. that line yeah. wouldn't have fallen apart. Maybe down your or city whatever. wouldn't be charred. Yeah. So yeah. there's there yeah. the, uh, they're, they're like it's not just like they want the better thing. Like there right. is a there is a life cycle cost. That's where I'm going.
0: Is as as the big boss. Everything you just said to us. That's a that's a sell you have to now make. Yeah. yeah. And that doesn't sound easy. No. And you haven't really sold. in from what I'm hearing, no. I mean,
2: I've I've been I've been going to conferences with them and all that and getting more involved with that. But it's it's very much like as like an understudy kind of thing. Like I'm present, but I'm not like on the sales. I'm not like, you know, I'm dealing with people and like giving some of the sales pitch, but like I'm I'm definitely not the closer at, at this point. And I'm, I'll just be. Dip- I'm right now just dipping my toe in more of the business side of it. But
0: despite the race cars and everything, you don't strike me as the boss's kid in terms of any way you carry yourself. Well, no, that's no, Thank so you. I'd imagine you're probably try. not having the problems that we see with some of the people that we know. Yeah. So.
1: Also, I would say like it's it's a common uh, press release to read that they'll be focusing on the family, on the family business, business. And you're like,
2: I know that kid. Yeah. No, he's, he's no not. F-ing way. Yeah. 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 He but in your case, shoes. you really are. Yeah. yeah. And like yeah. I, and I and I and I and I really care about it. It's not in like. Yes, it's a successful company, but like I care more about winning than I care about money, and that's yeah. like, that's the competitive well, that's side. That's where sales of it. will help. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, uh, how many people work for k Uh
2: The insulators plant is about 120, and okay. then the construction. So that's, it says 400 trucks, but not every truck is used all the time. There's So very no, specific. Yeah. So there's like three or no, 300 trucks, but 500 people or so. So somewhere near a thousand,
0: but then an infinite number of contractors attached to that, I assume.
2: Yes, yeah, so, I mean we're we're a sub, we're, we're a contractor on the construction side, right? I see so. Side, yeah. Yeah, we, we do have sub, subcontractors, but it's a very specific and a high sure. like, yeah. line work is like... That's tough. That's n- tough. You can't go around. Not anyone just yeah, yeah. goes and does power line work. So like... But either way, the, that's 1,000 people relying on this to work out. Yeah. yeah.
0: So well, maybe yeah. like
2: 600 total. Oh, okay. yeah. only 600 people. Yeah. I have
0: two employees.
2: So. <laughs> well, and that's something that like I care about, right? And, and this isn't my like pitch to, you know, on a company. Pick. This is like I genuinely... And, you know, I think like there's good and bad things about our economic system and how the dis- wealth disparity and all that, but like... I think as a, if you are lucky enough to like own a company and like be born into a family that owns a company like we do like I think I have a obligation to like run this company or learn how to run it well and like treat sure. people that work for us well because sure. they all like they all get their paychecks and right. they're well, what we some, do I'm assuming there's lifers oh yeah that have we have not you since you were born yeah and yeah yeah and it's it's cool to see actually at the plant we have a lot of there's a good amount of young people which is good to see but we have a lot of people that have been there for like 25 20 30 35 years right and that's you don't see that a lot so it's we, we do have a really good like atmosphere there and everyone's you know yeah
1: give any brothers or sisters
2: i have a half sister my dad was married before when i was younger uh she's an art history phd so she's more in academics she lives out, out out in london um ontario not england um she's not really involved but i have uh, my dad my brother or my, yeah, my dad my brother or my dad and his brother our equal partners. So, with my grandpa, his two kids, or his two sons. His his daughter didn't really want anything, anything to, to do with it. And then I have a two cousins. Um, well, three, but two, two, two are in, involved right. with the business. Okay, so it's me and the three of them, kind of thing. Right. But
0: that sounds like a lot of this is on you to look for the future. Because how old is your dad now?
2: He's uh 64. Yeah. Probably
0: wants to slow down. I imagine.
2: I mean, he's the type that, like, I don't know if he ever will, but like, okay. I'm sure, yeah, he, like, yeah, him, and my mom want to like travel more sure, and like. Sure. You know, and not to racetracks. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, yeah,
3: Ohio. I'm yeah, bad. here we go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So, just we were just judging this on looking at photos of you. Is your mom uh, a little bit on the fun side?
2: <laughs> um, yeah, my mom is definitely the fun one. Of, yeah, of my, that's my what parents, it looked like yeah. for sure. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but okay. my dad's more like me, like a little more reserved. Sure. Yeah, it's funny. It's like me. It's funny. You know, they say you like your spouse or whatever like my, my, my wife is the fun social one sure for sure. Sure, and, sure and you know she's, she's smart too she's, she's a, an occupational therapist but yeah. she's like way more outgoing and way sure. more you know
0: I'm sure. more introverted and whatever so is mom ever an embarrassment at the track like rooting <laughs> rooting too
2: much uh, I mean yeah she definitely gets like, super that's my intense son! Like, shut up mom oh. I mean she's definitely yeah like the proud mom like yeah. and like, unab- and like yeah. but you know I, I'm not a parent I, I don't know what that's like but like yeah. I, I, I never felt embarrassed by my parents sure. at all yeah, um, yeah but they, yeah my mom <laughs> can definitely be a, a little intense for sure yeah there's but, a there's a reputation
1: she has about selling crack or giving away crack <laughs>
2: is that yeah so that's the, uh, so you actually uncovered the real business yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, it's crack insulation. with a k yeah. it's crack with a k got it <laughs> k line um, so yeah the uh, and some of the IndyCar mechanics love this stuff so and it's, it's, we're not talking about drugs we it is it's
3: talking like this, insulation uh, yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> that, shut up man <laughs>
2: You tell them you're in the, the waste management business, Yeah, right? that's right. It's right. yeah. um, that's, that's Canada's <laughs> version of waste management. It's electrical insulation. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so um, oh, that's my mom be... makes these things. They're like almond Florentines. Are called, it's like you take graham crackers and pour like a caramel on it and some slivered almonds and yeah. then bake it, and it turns into this like sugary, buttery, yeah. like cracks apart, right? Yeah, I think we call and that pine bark or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like some of the – And how do you it, ingest it? You just <laughs> – You make a line, a yeah. K line. A K line, yeah. With a, with a K-spoon. <laughs> yeah, you get it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, no, um, when I, I reached out to a few people and that was like two separate people
2: like ask him about his mom's crack. <laughs> I was like, Elaborate please. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, she and if we ever see if, we're, you know, next time we're out of track, if we have any, we'll we'll, we'll save some for you guys. Nice, but yeah, we it, love it, 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 it is really, like, it's a good, you know, she would always, like, every year at Mid-Ohio, we would do a big team dinner, like, with every team we were with, kind of thing. And so, you know, my mom would we'd make, like, you know, eight racks of ribs or however many you need to feed. And it was, like, it, would, it started as just our crew, and then it would always end up just being the whole team. So we had, like, the lights guys at Andretti and, like, half the IndyCar crews and stuff, and we made this big barbecue, and we, that became a tradition every year. she should always make desserts and lots of crack. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it. and it yeah. kind of went
1: from there. So your mom is that, like, kind of, like, social, everybody oh, yeah. come over here and let's yeah. enjoy it. That's cool. Yeah.
2: That probably, okay,
1: it's kind of explaining who you are then, you know, because everything I'm hearing is, like, introverted engineer type, but yeah. then also you're very good with the social media aspect when mm-hmm. you were participating. Yeah. I don't think you would have that if your mom didn't. exist. Yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's cool. So speaking of food... It's dinner with racers. Name of the show.
2: Apparently, you're into cooking now. Yeah, I've, I've always liked to cook. Yeah, uh, actually, my my wife and my wife Nicole and I we um, we, were at, we did a cooking lesson last night. Uh, there's like a fancy Italian grocery store downtown called Italy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, and they do like cooking classes there. And they had like a gnocchi making oh, class. Nice. So like yeah. we had we I, mean, I think I had made gnocchi before, but it didn't really turn out great. So I was like, oh, this would be cool. Learn how to actually do it and the roll it on the board and everything. And it was fun. So you no, know, I've I've always liked cooking. And again, my my mom kind of got me into that as a as a kid sort of thing. And just always it was science I had science Oh uh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Mixing stuff yep. and it was just like, why well, don't I actually teach you how to make? Food, so you're not just wasting flour and <laughs> so, right, right. You know, so like for well, if your mom's into it, do you ruin it? Do you get too analytical?
3: Like you're even uh, spreadsheets. And, you <laughs> know? No, I'm, I'm actually yeah. like, for
2: me, cooking is one of those things where I am. Black. I'm a little yeah, more okay fly and by, by the seat of my pants. Oh, wow, okay. okay, yeah. It's, not, like, it's like a weight scale. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. you know, It's like, mom, that's not enough. Driving yeah. your wife nuts. Yeah,
3: yeah. my my yeah.
2: wife is the is the so she's I'm like. I'm, orga- like, my computer's super organized, my files and all that. Like, yeah. I'm very technically organized. Yeah. But, like, I'm more, like, my scheduling and all that, I'm a little not as much. Whereas my wife is super, like, type A and everything's labeled and organized and all this stuff. Okay. So, like, she's a really good baker. Okay. Whereas, like, I'm a better cook. I'm If, if like, oh, like okay. my thing is, like, everything's going to be homemade and I love doing big meals. So, like, yeah. make the bread, and like, do a turkey or a rice oh, gonna or whatever. Oh, you're going to make every element. Like, yeah. and like yeah. make, and like, too much. It's, again, it's like I like doing things that are, like, Overdoing it, o- overdoing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's and like, it's funny. There, like, we had some friends over for burgers, like, at in-, in Indy last summer, and I like, okay, shit, you know, I, I literally made the buns and like the burgers and everything. It was like I, I yeah. didn't like I didn't feel right just like buying the buns. I'd like make the buns, right, too. right. So yeah. yeah, yeah, cooking's a hobby. Yeah, sounds like it, <laughs> it doesn't yeah. sound
1: like one. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't sound like one at all the way you're doing it. Yeah. Hey, Dalton Kellett, have you ever met a man randomly on acid?
2: Not, not K-Crack, but acid for sure. <laughs> <laughs> he's getting the branding down. Yeah, yeah he, he's yeah, got this. Yeah. Yeah, you're going to be fine Yeah, the business. You're going to be selling nah. Nah. Yeah. So yeah. we were, um, we were uh, Zach, Neil Albarico and I were climbing. It was one of our first big outdoor trips. We went down to Joshua Tree um, National Park, which is, uh, you fly into L.A., and then it's it's close to where they do Coachella. It's near Indio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, uh, we, we filmed the scene right next to it. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, beautiful place, cool, cool park, and it's known for rock climbing, like trad climbing, sport climbing, bouldering, more trad and bouldering, but... um because you and Zach got into that pretty big, right? Yeah, big, yeah. like really big. Yeah, you guys spent, like, like traveling around the country, just like climbing we, stuff. Went to Yosemite, the yeah. Pacific yeah. Northwest. Right. Like, we, we did some big, big climbs for yeah. sure. Yes. Like,
1: and, and from what we heard, it wasn't like you guys were ready to do those climbs, but you just went for
2: it. Some of them, I mean, so I, I think everything, I think we had the skills to get out of trouble, but we definitely pushed it a little bit sometimes for sure. Uh, but so we were at Joshua Tree, one of our first big outdoor trips, and we're like, climbing this stuff, and then we're kind of, like, where it's late, we're on, um, we're like, oh, let's just, like, we had our bat bags, all our stuff, so, like, oh, let's, like, cook our little insta-dinner thing here on this ledge that we're, like, we'd hiked up to to start climbing. And then Neil's, Neil or Zach is like, you see that guy standing, it's like Joshua Tree, if you haven't been, is like, desert and then, like, rock formation. So we see a guy, like, a mile away or so on, standing alone on top of a rock formation, and we're like, okay, start of a horror movie, I guess. Yeah, right. And, yeah, um, the sense, yeah, yeah. The yeah. and then, um, Maybe yeah, like half an hour later, we're like, "Hey, that guy's getting kind of close." And then it, he just like saunters up to where we're on this ledge, e- eating our little like you know, refried refree- yeah. or yeah, yeah. freeze dried yeah. like pad thai thing. Yeah. And um, I, I, it was a while ago, but like he just like sat down and like just started telling us his story. And he was like going on about how he was like he had w- walked way out in the desert and he was like on a trip and like had this mat, this journey he was on, on an acid on, trip on an acid trip yeah. or sh- shrooms or something and i think it was because he told us what he was like i think he was he was down or was coming down or whatever the term is at this point he was like lucid ish and um <laughs> yeah and he, he kind of sat there and chilled with us and then like at something like half 20 minutes half an hour later he i can't remember what he said it was like he said something like to the effect of like you know nice to see a like I'm gone with the wind or some like that, and then just walked away. And, huh. like, and he's just like not and, even knowing if you're real people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and someone he said that he was like, I don't even know if you guys are. Like, he wasn't. I, I, <laughs> I, 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 he wasn't. This wasn't like punked. Like we weren't. Right, right, this right. This was right, like right. we're in the desert, and yeah. he just was like, I'm not like totally sure what's going on here either, man. And he just then he just left, and then and we were all like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, <laughs> let's get back to the van, Neil. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Apparently you fell off a <laughs> a log bridge in Kentucky. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We were um, Zach and I were on a cuz like there's a place climbing the Red River Gorge in Kentucky where it was like relatively close to Indy, we'd go there on weekends all the time. And we were totally lost and we were like kinda of frustrated, it was like we were kind of bitching at each other about like, you know, you you knew we were gonna oh, you you knew what whatever. And we we're like we tried to find this crag, this wall to climb and We couldn't find it, we're going back to the car, backtracking. And, like, now it's light and dark, and there's, like, a river and, like, a rock, like, a thing crossing. And I, like, yeah, got slipped on a mossy rock and, or a log. and ended up, like, with all my climbing gear, like, in, in the river soaking yeah, wet. Yeah. yeah. Does that change the mood? Are you oh, like, yeah. It fine? was, a good, like, was a good laugh after yeah, that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. all right, none of this matters. It's like, yeah, yeah. it's not as serious as we are all making it out to be. <laughs> <laughs> two, I mean, getting two drivers together for anything is always... Yeah. You know, yeah.
0: Right. yeah, absolutely. Well, that's what he
2: described. it. It's like, you guys were a good balance because
0: I guess he's less technical on making sure the ropes are done a certain way yeah. but he's more willing to do dumb sh- whereas you're more willing to be more precise about what you're doing. Yeah. But he probably takes you out of your comfort zone in a good oh, way. Oh for sure. There yeah. were some
2: like yeah, he was like the rope gun in like climbing terms. He was the guy that you could trust to like climb that really hard pitch to get you up there, but like I would make sure the anchor was good so that it, it yeah, if it went sideways. it we wasn't gonna go staying bad. staying attached to yeah. the mountain, yeah. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah
1: Sean, yeah. the Dalton Kellett of In <laughs> reason yeah, yeah. Until it comes to finance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whee! Yeah, there was one yeah. we we climbed. We went to Yosemite and climbed this route called uh, Snake Dyke, which is like up the back of Half Dome. Yeah, and um, it's absurd. It's like it's easy climbing ish, but it, it says it's like five four to five six, but it's really if you've been to a climbing gym, it's like it's probably five eight to five ten in some areas, and like that's fine if it was, but the bolts are every fifty every thirty to fifty feet. You are attached to the wall, so like you know, and your ropes 300, 250, six, 360 feet long or so. So, like, you might, you know, go... Because how it works is you kind of leapfrog up the mountain. So, like, he'll climb up 200 feet, then pull me up, then we'll make an A or, you know, pull up to the anchor, then leapfrog like that kind of thing. So if you fall when you're 30 feet of a bolt, you're really going to fall 60 feet because the rope has to catch, right? So the whole route is, like, you just can't fall or else you're going to get busted up real bad. And this was, like, Zach's pet project. Like, he wanted this one so bad. And, like, I was totally, like, just freaked out. I was... This is, like... Not to tears but I was petrified like was what the, are we doing this yeah this yeah. was like the closest like indie you know whatever like I like was nowhere near the fear level of what this was right I was like and part of it too is that you're a thousand or eight hundred feet above the ground or pl- and and climbing and you're there's no like sometimes in climbing you're in a chimney or on ledges so it doesn't feel like you're that high Th- this one you're standing on a slopy kind of that's they called it like, like they'd call it um it's it's not like positive purchase you're kind of like slopey holds it's a little slippery and there's just air below your heels kind of thing so the men this mentally no, way tougher
1: yeah, than um, a yeah.
2: oh, slab it's, it, it, okay. it's it's kind of slabby climbing so it's sure. more like it's it's laid down but it's yeah. still pretty vertical like if yeah. you fall you're you're going yeah it doesn't matter you're not, yeah, you're not exactly. stopping.
1: yeah what's your favorite aj Foyt story
2: which one can I tell? Right. <laughs> well, yeah. uh, we can leave too. We can um, you know what? I think uh, – actually, okay, this is kind of What's boring. your least favorite? <laughs> <the complete> story. <laughs> you know, the experience of, like, racing for that team was so unique because AJ is, you know, thankfully still with us, right? And, like, yeah, like, was, was, was the – were the results what I wanted or whatever? Like, no, but, like, it was so cool to be at Indy with him. And one of the cool things is he would, like – and he's still very much there he's not you know he's not like, he's mentally there right and he like but occasionally would like you just tell he's like reminiscing or telling old stories and like he'd be telling stories of like back in the 60s or 70s or just you know or 80s or 90s right and, like his whole career spanned four decades or so and it was just cool to be in that moment and like in those moments at at indie with him and like yeah. kind of just like being a fly on the was. wall yeah, yeah and like yeah. just just being around somebody like that. I mean, that, that was the coolest part of that experience. How was he with you? Good. Yeah, yeah. he was always, like, friendly. I mean, I think he's mellowed a lot. right. Yeah, there, there wasn't right. any laptop throwing or okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Like, I don't think we, we never really had a negative interaction. You know, I mean, like he, he gave me a hard time for, like, I know, right? he asked how the car was, and I was like, oh, it was kind of loose. And he, like, kind of kind of like chewed me you out don't for not no, like is. Was yeah. like why don't you tell him to you know take wing out or something. He was like yeah, I probably should have been more on top of that or whatever. But um no, like we always, he, he was always very, you know. Yeah. You know. How was Bourdais with you? Good. I I like Seb, you know. I feel like you uh, two
1: would get along cuz he's got the engineering thing going too.
2: Yeah, I think we had like one flare up at the start <laughs> and I think that just sort of set like it was almost like that needed to happen. Yeah. Cause well, he, like, uh,
0: he probably had that prison rule of experience. He yeah. was like I'm going to put you in
3: your place. Yeah, early. I think that's what it was. It's like yeah. we
2: were cuz he was like it was he, he. did one race in my first year. At the end of the year, it was him, Charlie, and I, Kimball, and um, it was like a. And, 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 and I think when you first come in IndyCar, like you just don't get it. And, and, and now I've seen it with. or right, I'd seen it with the rookies like in the second two years. Like I had all this experience, but like you see when the guys come in, in from lights, you're so used to just being so aggressive in the outlaps and like getting your own track position and qualifying and all that. And then um, in IndyCar, like there was a bit more of a gentleman's rule of like getting a gap and qualifying. I remember just being so frustrated that it's like oh there's this whole queue of cars like screw this I'm just gonna blast up the inside oh, find my own and like, coming, you know, like yeah. give you guys the fingers I'm going by yeah. not actually but like that's, yeah, I know what you did. that's, that's the vibe that's, yeah yeah that's how we took because it was like why are we all just because I guess my point was always like if we all just like left our pit boxes and just and went and like didn't dick around like there'd probably be enough track space for all us but like you try to you try to game it and then all of a sudden the accordion effect and like yeah sure the first five guys get a gap but everyone else gets kind of f-ed. so like and I'm, i still think that's true um but you, you just have to understand that's just how it kind of goes yeah, right yeah um, yeah and you're new yeah and i'm new <laughs> and so i like blast up the inside and he tore into me a- a- after the the qual- practice. it wasn't even qualifying. it was like it was the, the one red set you get in, pra- in third practice or something and um and i think i kind of fired back and was like i'm not gonna wait around while everyone's just like like waiting like we don't we have like you know there's a yellow we have like two minutes left like if your guys aren't gonna go like i'm gonna go and and it was it was more it was a bit of back and forth but like i, I think he kind of was I, I think he kind of respected that in a way or like because he kind of and i gave it back a little bit but aside from that i mean and and, and it wasn't like we were fine the next day um or like even a half an hour later, like it wasn't a big deal, but like we were always, I, 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 he was one of my favorite teammates. I'd say I just felt like he was, and he was really like, because he has this persona of being like. Well, we
0: we by the time this comes out, we did one with him as well, and oh, okay. we didn't we didn't meet a dick, we met an introvert. Yeah, he was yeah, pretty, yeah. He was like, yeah, yeah, great. I like and
2: like in that environment, like he was really like very open and forthcoming with like advice and like. Helping yeah. me and stuff, and I, and I really yeah. appreciated all that. I, I believe it. I mean, we
1: only hung out with him for a couple of hours, but he was like very vulnerable with us about things that didn't go his way, like the F1 stuff. Yeah. You yeah. know, he was fan- Like, to the point where this weekend at the Glen, a couple of fans were giving me credit for being standing around talking to fans. Yeah. And they're like, because we saw a board day earlier. And he was walking by, like, looking down. He didn't want to talk about it. I was like, I think he's kind of shy, actually. Yeah, like, I, know, yeah. yeah I don't
0: think it. And they were like, oh, I didn't know that. I'm yeah. like, I can't tell you why I know that. If you, you do have a social media presence, obviously, you know, um, as you said, your your career maybe didn't go the way you would have liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, given all things, Twitter probably wasn't always the nicest to you. Do you have a favorite mean
2: tweet? <laughs> no, but there was like, I think one of my like the, I mean there, there were you know people. Oh, what if somebody? Like the normal sh- is kind of dull. Yeah, yeah. I mean there were just like troll like the usual trolly. Bull-sh-. I mean I, I honestly. Didn't, like I, I I saw a lot of it because I, I was never the type to like just block people like I always uh, <laughs> do you said, block no yeah. i mean, well maybe I maybe blocked like two people if they're way out of line yeah, yeah. I, and, and, but like not even then. like oh. uh, like to be I, I think I, I blocked a yeah I'd say a handful of people just because they like spam or it's just too, it's just like or all oh, okay. it's just, well, like stupid. all yeah, I'm yeah, seeing yeah. is that person but like yeah. even with all the social media stuff that was going on the last couple of years with some of the stuff I was talking about where like it brought out some people from the woodwork that were had horrible opinions like. And, and like even then I wouldn't block people because I, I still think like you need to see what's, at, what's out oh, there I get you know? that I get and the analytical side of you for sure yeah
0: but so um, was there one where you're like okay that's pretty good
2: oh yeah yeah there, there were some funny ones and like and like I, I wish I had like I should have kept like a mean uh, tweets thing it'd be like funny because like like really sure. there, there were some that I was like that's oh, a pretty good diss yeah <laughs> um, <laughs> good dude good yeah, dude yeah. okay respect like, I mean I, I think the one that pissed one that like pissed me off once was like I had a good you know like our live was I had like a, a decent result at one like one of the races in my first year or something in, in IndyCar and someone was like <laughs> I think it was what upset me was that like her profile picture she looked like she was like in her for like a mom in her 40s and she was she was said, said something like oh even a blind squirrel gets a nut or something like that and like it's like it wasn't even a like it's not even an insult right, right yeah. but it was like you're probably somebody's mom and you're like on like you know, some of your kids' age, or yeah, or, right. or, or whatever, for no reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like stuff like that. I it always just made me. I don't know. I just was like no, I was get stupid. that. I get um, that. Yeah, when well, I think like the first year in IndyCar, you have so much more exposure than you would in like, yeah. and lights and all that. Yeah. And like, yeah, yeah, I did to be honest. Like, sh- struggle with it. And, like, you struggle know, with the, just, the like, pace or the dislike. The well, I guess both to an extent. I mean, that first year was messed up with COVID. And, yeah, like, it was a weird deal. Just, like, yeah. Okay sit around for three months, now, yeah. okay, like, yeah. qualify race, or what, and it was Go just, like, good out. luck, yep. kind yep. of thing. Yep. Um, so, yeah, it was, that was a tough year, for sure. Um, but, you know, I credit my my then-girlfriend fiancé, but, you know, now wife, like, she was kind of there with me through all that, and, like, it's always good to have somebody you can, you know, that helps, yeah. support the same you through country, this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not, you know, over <laughs> <eye> racing. <laughs> She's, like, reading the tweets, like, no, that one I agree with. Yeah. <laughs> like, damn it, babe! Uh, but, like, yeah, it was hard the first year where you just have that level of exposure to the stuff that you didn't have before. And all of a sudden, it's like you, you're you like, why are these people that don't know me being like mean to me or being like, yeah. you know, what's who pissed in their Cheerios kind yeah. of thing, yeah. right? Yeah. And, um, so, but I, I kind of learned to like shrug it off or, or deal with it or kind of like, I think what made me laugh was like, there's this one guy that just would like sh- me nonstop. And then like at Indy, and like his face was in his profile picture like, comes up, like, oh, make uh, oh, like me sign my... Like, asking for an autograph. And I'm like, I know this, and I didn't, I didn't call it out, but I was like, oh, oh. this is that asshole that's like... yeah you know. And yeah. yet now here like, he is. Yeah. Well, that's the say me. is, like,
0: the, the, the Twitter here is, did people in your face ever get on a Twitter once. level not of No, That's, that's amazing. amazing. That's exactly yeah. how it is. Well,
2: and like, and that's the thing is, like, all my real interaction, and, like, okay, the social media stuff's real to as well, but, like, my in-person interactions were all, like yeah all positive with fans and like well because you're actually a nice guy yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I the one that. is, that's the thing is like if, if this guy hates me that much like have the you know the like the bravery to like say it to my face i'll respect you more for that oh and yeah if you, like, for sure yeah. go online and then ask me for an autograph oh, like, at yeah. the track you know i should have should have oh oh i, I, think I, I like to like, yeah. draw go some f- f- scene on this yeah. thing um <laughs> uh i mean like the standard t-shirts babies, body parts, whatever. He has some you babies. Just, yeah, once. Why is that a thing? I don't know. That's it's our second weird. baby story. Yeah. <laughs> That's um right. somebody brought one of my broken front wings to an autograph session. Right. That like yeah, it wasn't I like a mechanic cool. that had one, it was like they fished it out of the dumpster. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, oh okay, um, <laughs> there was a huge wreck at Mid Ohio in US F- 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 after one year and like yeah. literally half the field was taken out. Yeah. And I got caught up right in the middle of that and like i'm sure it was just right for the take if i'm sure fans went yeah, with all exactly. time, yeah sure. right yeah and this guy showed up like literally with the main plane or like half of oh, an f2000 yeah. oh, what are you gonna do with that yeah right and he was yeah, like, i'm right. gonna put this in my garage and
1: i was like oh, that was pretty cool it's gonna go sure. next yeah. to the cut up car yeah <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's exactly yeah. where it's gonna go yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we do a, po- a pass along question okay. from guest to guest uh so today we had lunch with ron fellows and his question for you was what do you want to do
2: next I think what I want to do I mean I'm already doing it to a you know in terms of being involved with K-Line and learning mm-hmm. learning about that but yeah I guess that, I mean that's that's really what I want to be doing and this right sounds like is, desire not obligation yeah yeah this is not like my parents aren't this wasn't like you have separation no you not, I mean I something. really you look yeah. at you you want to do this no no, no yeah. like I care about it for yeah. sure and that's yeah. like I want it to be like it went from my grandpa to my dad and it grew and it it's your grandfather gone, started this 1967, yep
3: 1967
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and it was a you know a blue collar success story like They had a they, they had a a cabin with him and his cousins and, a, and their, um, their house and they sold their caught it, they, they sold the cabin and refinanced their house, bought one truck, mm. and started doing. He, he was a, a lineman, he left left high school in grade eight. Okay. And then you know went and worked for Ontario Hydro at the time. Gotcha. Thank you. And um, and then him and then you know wanted to did, didn't want to not be his own boss. He wanted yeah. you know want to have his own company. So he, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. sold yeah. everything basically and got bought one truck. Wow. and It kind of grew from there. It's literally a Dick dictating story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I'm not an expert on Dick Cheney's... Uh, yeah, started as a like, yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah. He really did start as alignment. That's cool. So I started racing Indy
1: cars. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. and now so, he has 400 trucks. Yeah. yeah. And, was, you know, my, my, and an Indy car.
2: Well, my, my grandfather passed away in 2001. So it's okay. been my dad and my uncle since, right, since right, then. Right. Uh, but, so that's the goal right? It's it goes from one generation to, to the next. And like the third generation of family businesses is usually where it... It gets rocky. Gets tough, yeah. you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> My idiot kid takes yeah. over. No, that's yeah, right. that, that can happen. So yeah. that becomes – and, and this is the, why you can't go racing sports cars right, right now. It, precisely. And, and like, what do I want to do next racing-wise? Um, I would, down the line, like, would it be cool to be involved with a team as, from a, you know, whether it's a partner and an owner thing? Like, that would be a, an amazing thing to be a part of. I, I'm not saying that's what I'm going to do or want to do, but, like, that would be something that would be very compelling – Within racing, so so to that level. Let's let's
0: say in a few years you start feeling more comfortable with your role at K-Line. You are comfortable now to get go back into to to racing. Would you see yourself down that sort of Justin Marks? I want to be kind of a fun, innovative team owner, or would you rather be the guy out running endurance races or or? You know, running prototypes or GT cars or something like that.
2: I mean, yeah, I think if I had to choose between one of the two, it'd probably be the team owner route. Really, that's that's the interesting. and
0: what what interests you about that? Well, I,
2: I thought about this even as I was in IndyCar. I was like, you know, wouldn't it be cool? Like, imagine, like, and maybe this is because I knew it, it was unlikely that I was ever going to win the 500. But like, like, how about, okay, what, how amazing it would be? Yeah, to like, if you can't win, or not that you can't win it as a driver, but like, if you do it. As a driver, it's obviously an amazing, an amazing, so, right? You know, World class. But looking in the mirror, you understand where things are going to yeah. be. So, but yeah. then like the yeah. thought of okay, what if you could build an organization that could go out and do that? And like, yeah, you're not like at the tip of the spear anymore, but like you had to make the choices and put the right people together to like make that happen. Like that would be really sorry, that would be very gratifying and, and compelling.
0: No, would you well. Would you be happy just to have a team like anybody else taking results or would
2: would, would there be an angle you'd want to have? I mean I like, think the angle would be that it would have to be sustainable within the business model of of K, K line and being used. As a K line vehicle? As like a K line vehicle or or sustainable as it's profitable. No no not profitable, <laughs> but like that there is a You're not new. that no no no. That there is a like it makes sense in that either it doesn't bleed money or that you can like use it to complimenting your business maybe it's not a right a, a, a direct so if you had 400 even. indie cars <laughs> <laughs> right to run out and put up line yeah but no i i think like because it would be nice to have something that you could like you know I think you look at the ganassi or the penske kind of that's i'm not saying i want to be roger penske one day like that's a ridiculous bar to set no but how they've used that b2b side of yeah, it yeah and like yeah. how you do stuff like that and then it yeah. like you can because then you can do it long enough that you can get really good at it like if you just Take oh I have a hundred million dollars and I'm gonna go IndyCar like you're not gonna be there for very long because that 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 even that would go by pretty quick right so it would have to make sense and
0: like, so, be something that you could do like we always talk about the target model quite a bit or but like we'll use actually Penske as a better example because he's got so many businesses like. Very little of his IndyCar program allegedly takes money out of his pocket, at least it, there was a time that yeah. was the case, because he leverages so much of his business against the people that end up sponsoring, and there's a lot more tied in than just an ROI yeah. deal. I think so. that's
2: fairly, I mean, again, I'm not, I've never raced there, I've never, I, I've looked, but just from what I've heard, I think that's a fairly accurate statement, or that's what they're trying to do. Sure. You know?
0: So if you could find sort of network that you're within to, right. to make a relationship base that could find ways to sustain it, whether it's... B two B stuff yeah. behind the scenes or whatever you, yeah. you would do that.
2: I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Now, would well, it be that's
0: where you got to bring in the that's where you got to bring in the salesmanship of you. Yeah, you gotta call got yeah, the yeah, Big D. Yeah. The Big D. What's put your what's your middle name?
2: Mark. My Damn, guys, yeah. Yeah. like yeah. Edward, like the Big D. The, the, the B <laughs> yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Put the yeah. sunglasses on. And yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Call him
1: the Big D. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So we don't know who our next guest is going to be, but if we could have you come up with a question for anybody that we might come across in racing and take a minute to think about yeah, it. Yeah. But we've interviewed, you know, engineers, journalists,
2: mechanics, r- drivers, any, you know, any walk of life racer you can think of. Uh, okay, what's a complicated topic that you could explain to a five-year-old? Ooh. <laughs> Let's talk about driver ratings. <laughs> um, okay, I like
0: that. And that's universal to anybody.
3: Yeah.
0: Um, we haven't really talked about the STEM stuff, but like uh, uh, during your IndyCar time, you were very, very involved in stem connection with IndyCar, which uh, was very much kind of your thing. It makes sense being the, the physics engineering, excuse me, phys engineering guy. Uh, but like, I, I did a video project at the Long Beach Grand Prix, and you were you were the guy that spoke, and I'm oh, guessing really? it's because you okay. wanted okay. to. Yeah, yeah, uh yeah, yeah. yeah. um, Was that
2: with when I was a Foyt? You would
0: have been 21. Yeah, okay. Yeah.
2: I, yeah. I, it was like a, it was like a, like the army was there, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I uh, but that. I remember seeing that. It was like, you're not here because this is some obligation you're here because you chose to be like, yeah, I can yeah. just tell from the way you were president I was like this is a real thing for you, but why
2: I think you know, and later in my career, I got more comfortable talking about more of the political stuff, I guess, but I always felt that like maybe the best way to go about making change in the world was by just in helping people be smarter or like be you know find their not version of that works in politics no no, no but like that was always my, I think like that was what I believed in was like education and I don't mean that like we have problems because people are dumb, that's a bad no, thing no, to no, say I that's not that. what yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean that like better education for everybody leads to on average better outcomes, you know, and I think that's that's what I believed in and wanted to help promote, um, so that's why and like I just, and I, and I, it was real for me like I said, it, it was natural, I could speak the language and like have gone through that um, you know, it's like if, if I was like promoting like youth sports like I suck at soccer or basketball so like, it wouldn't have made sense for me to go and, to go and do that um, and I also just I always felt that like as an athlete I got to do this like amazing cool thing and be very fortunate to do that and like I felt an obligation to just give back in and a so way stem and that was that kind of was the
0: way something specific to STEM? I, think I don't really know much about it. I mean, I know it's generally a science thing. Yeah, yeah. so it.
2: it's I mean, science, technology, engineering, and math. And, yeah. you know, nowadays you'll hear Steam as well, like, yeah, throw art yeah. in there, which um, I, I, I think STEM sounds games. better, but I think it's a, it's a fair point. Like, I've always felt that engineering is, like, art and science kind of combined because creative solutions and design and all that. Um, but the, uh, like, what I always tried to do was, like, you know, getting to schools and just talking about what we kind of with the SAE stuff like you're talking about practical applications and showing kids hey there's this really cool career path or career paths any number of that you could take and you know have a really compelling and interesting you know life or, 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 or career and that like you know your what you're seeing as a student in high school right now like there's so much more and you're gonna like there, there is an application to these things that you're learning and like you, when you do that you know you're not talking to the whole class like you're talking to you know How young whatever well, kind of yeah, yeah right, whatever right, what, right. but like but you, but you might also be talking to, like, you know, if there's 30% of the class, hopefully, that's, like, you're talking to. Maybe there's, like, a couple kids on the fence that, like, you know, could hear this, like, oh, yeah, that is kind of cool. And maybe it flips a light switch on for them and it inspires. And that's, like, what I always told myself. Like, that's, that's who you're talking to. It's not it's not the diehard fan or the you, know, the, you know, like, you're not talking to people that already believe it. It's the ones that are, you know, could be, not swayed, but, like, could be inspired by what you're talking about. So, our buddy uh,
0: Justin Marks, he's got the the Project 91 program as part of a track house extension. Obviously, it's a road racing specialty thing. Um, if you had, you know, you, you're you looking at team management someday. If you had your pick, who would you put in that, that track house car?
2: Well, I'd say if, if you can't track down uh, Jack Beach, then I think uh, Nick Tandy's probably your guy. Nick Tandy. Interesting. Or Jack Beach. Or Jack I'm, Beach. I'm, a, I'm in on Jack Beach now. Have We're with changing that.
1: this whole routine. He might yeah.
2: be recovering from that night at Turn Twelve, though. So. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What if it was Jack Beach that was in the hospital? What
0: were you afraid of with us? Because you didn't really know that much about us walking in. Um.
2: Uh, I mean, well, when I first saw the email, like, I mean, still now, which I'm like, I'm not like. A celebrity ran, like a, you know, raced raised. Not a bit. everybody's Ryan Eversley. I guess. Yeah, no, yeah. for sure. I mean, it's I was you know. that's what I was worried about. Was it's, the, it's the difficult? Guys, the Ryan it's difficult. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, these shoulders. I tell you. Um, but like, I'm not afraid. But I was like, oh, what's this random like thing that? <laughs> but, but but, then I opened it up and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah I've, I've I've heard of this. Okay, yeah, yeah, right, a right, really right, really right, yeah, yeah. real deal. Yeah. Um,
0: no, I don't think I was really nervous about it. Because basically you right? got, like, we wrote you basically the equivalent of an info at right? Because I assume yeah. you don't yeah. <laughs> tell it as your, as your catch-all, yeah. right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Because yeah. I know when we get info ads, it's always a little sketchy. <laughs> yeah, so No, no, like, I, um, I I definitely heard of it before, so yeah. I, like, wasn't that worried about it, really. <laughs> what's the, what? Okay, so
0: when it came to media stuff, what's the thing you hated the most? give me a question
2: or... Yeah, like question yeah, or yeah. just
0: sort of direction of a question.
2: The thing I hated the most, I think IndyCar is pretty guilty of this. I mean, all... What, every brand that has a big public presence is, is guilty of this, but, like, I always try to, in my social media, be, like, myself and really honest. And, like... Yeah. You know, I think people... And I found people resonated with that more. So that's more. Yeah, I no, Yeah, so, yeah. Like, yeah. And I can, like...
0: I can name a German physicist that respected the vulnerability and the the, the fact that you were very engineering-oriented yeah. with all your stuff. Like, and, that was who you are.
2: And, like, I think sometimes brands... Because I think they feel... And, then yeah, they have more to lose or whatever, but, like, they... I think they need – It's like, I hate when it was like you had to, like, say something happened. Like, let's, let's just say a hypothetical scenario. Like, tire company sponsors race, and, like, tires are exploding. And, like, everybody knows it's because the tires suck, right? But, like, the drivers are all like, oh, we really respect, you know, tire company because because we love tire company. And it's like, why don't you get out there and say what you actually think? Yeah, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just feel like that was just yeah. I'm like, yeah, maybe the tire company takes some negative press yeah. for a little bit, but I think it's just better for everybody. But so you're saying when you're honest
0: and then you show a story of recovery, that that's actually yeah. Better. I think
2: that I think that's I think that's a good like. Thank you. Yeah. Yes,
0: we are on your team. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I've I've had the same thing. I've tried to say yeah.
1: when I have a day, I tell you it's a day. Yeah. yeah, the second I tell you I had a great, day. if everything's fine, it was a day. Yeah, well then you know now I'm full. Sh- Exactly. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. I can't remember where I heard this, but it was something that st- I heard it when I was in karting, and I, I don't know if like an old racer said it, but it was like I think someone's dad that I was racing karts with, or maybe racing like like first the first car I ever raced, like a F2000, or a, a Formula 1600 car, something like that, like junior level. And I remember the dad was saying that like like if you become a professional driver or an athlete of some point, like the the no matter how your day was at the track like it's you're doing it like it's not fair for you to like not give the interview or like forget about the other o- yeah, uh, right. other obligations because yeah. you're pissed off about how your day went because like fans and families and people have showed up to like give you their time to like yeah, be there yeah. to watch you and like yeah. whether you had a good day or not like you still kind of owe them a little bit yeah. and, and like nothing like yeah like you're not gonna like if you had a really like you don't need to go above and beyond, but like you have to at least engage yeah. with that, right? Yeah. Exactly. Because like, they've taken the time to be there, yeah. right. especially right. if yeah. you're being paid by M and Ms. Of course, <laughs> yeah, or Interstate Batteries. But right. like, yeah, yeah. I think that's, that's your point. Like, it's about being, like, it's about being open and honest. And yeah. It doesn't mean you have to do the interview. And be like, no, no, everything's great. Yeah, but yeah, you but like, still have to you know, do, do, do the interview. Yeah, Yeah, right. yeah. 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 that's
0: yeah. why willpower is perfect.
2: Fan- and like, that's the thing. Is I think brands think they're like. They think in like averages, or they think in they like thirty-year-old like you know, middle managers. Or yeah, yeah, or, or yeah. They're just like you know, if we, if we, if if the if the message is positive and the yeah, the sentiment is this and that, and it's like look like the fan like people who are paying attention know what's going on they know there's this problem or that problem and like not admitting the problem exists makes you look makes it look worse yeah. I think yeah I agree you yeah. know absolutely so that that was my biggest well, dislike about yes
0: yeah, no yeah. we're, we're what sells is storytelling not yeah. messaging and right. that's yeah. storytelling isn't all positive so yeah yeah, yeah. 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 So. remember that with K-line marketing
3: yes <laughs>
1: yeah. just saying this. all right well uh, if someone listens to this episode 10 years from now they didn't know you in IndyCar or whatever what would you want them to take away as your legacy? I guess
2: I would like them to think that I was, yeah, someone that like had a had a goal and and you know worked for it and, and was very fortunate to have the family and economic support. Obviously, is how you know, part of this happened as well. But like, I would rather be rem- remembered as someone that like I don't know was just like a a good positive person in that paddock. I don't know. Like I'm. That's uh, yeah. That's more the what I care about. You know.
1: Well, on that, I'd say like Continental's got the check.
3: I'm finished. My phone started jumping, what a day to sort of god i need it now i can't afford to wait i just had a fan hit me up from kuwait told him this would happen and we not a minute late seen him down bad now they trying to hate same ones try to hit me for the raise got a mill, now they coming with a blaze. check the numbers fam i swear i'm getting paid i'm a don just like the perrier it's one time when i'm looking at a face I got a check and I bought myself a place They get some money and they blow it on, bait. I
0: don't flex, but I'm pushing all the weight Told them all I swear I got it's what it takes
3: Phone started jumping, what a day Swear to God I need it, now I can't afford to wait I just had a fan hit me up from Kuwait Told them this would happen and we not a minute late